0: Ladies and gentlemen, Rufy Pudding Pops proudly presents the 2014 Attack of the Killer Podcast Awards, the best and worst in horror of 2014. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Insane Mike, and it is time for—it's that time of year again for the Attack of the Killer Podcast Awards, the awards show where we discuss our top five horror films, our top ten—excuse me—horror oh films and bottom five of 2014. This year's awards show is brought to you by Rufy's Pudding Pops. Bill Cosby says there's a surprise inside oh, every pudding pop. Oh my god! <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I don't get to pick the sponsors, guys.
1: <laughs> we well, who a, does? We gotta take, yeah.
0: <laughs> take what we could get when it comes to behind
2: sponsors, the scenes okay? team, right? <laughs> Crack team of amazing people. It sounds like. <laughs> so the way this works is that we're just
0: gonna, as usual every year, we openly discuss the horror films of 2014, and then we run down our individual lists. But first, before we get into any of that, you know what time it is. That's right. It's time to introduce you to the podcast crew. First up, he's looking for a roommate he can turn into a walrus, Dustin Neal. <laughs> <laughs> yes!
3: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Mr. Tusk.
0: Some say... He- Next up, some say he's got balls of steel. I say he's got philosopher stones. Jason Bollinger. Hey, that's me. Always talking about my balls. (laughs) A mysterious woman seduces lonely men in evening hours in Scotland. Is this the IMDb description of Under the Skin? Nope, it's Terry Turford. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I just watched that movie today, so I'm glad I did. So I didn't think, be all creeped out by what you just said, but... I'll still be creeped, creeped out? out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Hello.
0: <laughs> so no John Sullivan this week, but we have a very, very, very special guest in his place. And he'll poop on your neighbor's floor for only five bucks. Derek Eulin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> five bucks? I'll do it for a Snickers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Why'd you... Two Snickers. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was the first thing that popped into my mind, and I immediately regret it. (laughs) (laughs) This
4: is foreshadowing for the rest of the episode. Can I change
2: it to Skittles? I'll do Skittles. That's better. All right. All right.
0: How's everybody doing? It's been for forever since we recorded.
4: Maybe it's because it's been forever since we recorded. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. I know it's been a while for me. (laughs)
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Phil Derek again.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: When was the last? One so
0: the episodes of uh, twenty fourteen. Uh, the
2: Killer Clowns episode.
1: Holy geez. Holy
0: snikies! That is yeah. that is a while <laughs> back.
2: Wow. Well, welcome back, sir. Well, thank you, thank you. My new work schedule doesn't allow me to get on here as much as I'd like to. Well,
0: we are glad you can be on when you can, so... Oh. All right, so the, the 2014, what a year for horror, huh, guys? Yeah,
1: Yeah. I thought so. It wasn't too bad. It was yeah, so
0: good. yeah, it was. There's been I, worse.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked pretty <laughs> much everything I bad. saw. Like, there were hardly any I watched that I hated, so...
0: True, same here.
1: See that—that's
0: definitely the thing for me. I mean, this felt like it was a year of, like, you know, not everything was spectacular, but I didn't hate anything.
5: Yeah. So
0: when I when it came to the bottom five list, I felt I felt kind of bad about putting anything on that list because I still en- got enjoyment out of everything that I saw this year. So yeah, that says something, right?
2: I, uh, I've got some on there that I did not feel bad at all. <laughs> of course, of course. You're
4: a different kind of kind of guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, who wants to start us off with a, with a film that they saw that kind of
2: stands out for them? Did anybody else see Starry Eyes?
0: no
1: mm-hmm.
4: no no why. it looked it looks good
1: C-list, yeah
0: oh I'm, wow what's starry eyes i don't I, i'm not i can't think uh, of what it is right now
2: starry eyes was the story of a girl that's kind of in a dead end job working at a restaurant, but she's an aspiring actress um she gets uh she gets her big kind of big break working for uh going to audition for this film and she kind of when she gets rejected from a film she'll go into the bathroom and kind of has a minor freak out pulls her hair out and stuff like that and she goes in auditions for this film and they kind of give her the blow off while she goes into the bathroom has her freak out and one of the ladies that was auditioning her catches her doing this and then pulls her back in because of this, has her do one of her freakouts right there in front of the people and her auditions keep going from there and it turns out, you'll find out quickly after that this company she's working for isn't the reputable movie company that they seem to be on the outside Hmm. but no, I mean all in all, it was it was fantastic. Um, it it definitely had, I, I was telling Jason <laughs> earlier, it, it got my holy shit moment of the year for me. He texted I, me in
4: the middle of the movie just like, oh my god, have you seen yeah, this?
2: Yeah, I. it was one of those, like I had to stop and rewind it like three to four times to watch this scene over and over again. So, like in the beginning it was jaw dropping, but then like the fourth or fifth time that I watched it, I was... I was laughing because it was, it was just, it was crazy. It was one of those things I, ex- I didn't expect them to show as much as they did. And it, if oh man, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm just finding out, I, as I said, I was watching, unfortunately in the background, Cabin Fever 2 one of the guys from that movie is in this he plays one of the lead roles as one of the aspiring actress's friends (laughs) and all of her friends are kind of scumbags as well Uh, tend to screw her over in one way or another throughout the film and she kind of gets her comeuppance on him
1: Isn't that... I'm pretty sure that movie was like a either a Kickstarter or Indiegogo project. I, saw I, somewhere.
2: I think you're right on that. Um, let's see here. Pull up some information.
4: I know, it's making a lot of people's lists.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw it pop up several times. That's why it's on my 2C list. I got several of those that I didn't get to yet.
2: But. Let's see here. Um... doesn't say anything about the Indiegogo, but you could tell that it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a, a huge budget film by any means. <clears throat> um, very very small budget. Um,
1: well, and more and more, like the Kickstarter films are kind of becoming a normal thing. Mhm. I bet a lot of them are crowdfunded. You know, it's kind of yeah, cool. I don't
2: know the direct the it was a directing team that did this uh Kevin Kolish and Dennis Widmer they were the directors on that and they both they uh they were the writers as well but yeah it 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 was one of those that I'd seen pop up on a few you know top 10 lists throughout the year so I thought I'd give it a shot and I'm very happy that I did cuz it it, it was it was kind of a slow burn, but man, once it got going, it took off and it kept my attention the entire time. And when it was over, I I I wasn't ready for it to be over. I wanted it to keep going, and I always I, I feel like for at least for me that's a sign of a great movie. Sweet,
0: agreed. Yeah, I'm mean, sold on it. Definitely, definitely I don't know. I guess it somehow this one's slipped through the radar for me. I, I I don't even think I've ever even heard of it because it's still not really ringing a bell. But.
2: Yeah, since since nobody's on here has seen it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin it because it's definitely one that needs to be watched. And if I if I give away spoilers, it's just it's not gonna have the same shock that it did for me.
4: Okay, but you recommend it. Is what you're saying? Oh, highly, very highly.
2: <laughs> and I hate everything, so is that's true. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Dustin, what about you? What's one that um, that you recommend people see that from this year?
3: Well, you know, I was kind of surprised. Um, I found it on my uh, on my Netflix, and I thought, I think it's 2014 for us but I think it came out in 2013 in Australia but you know for us this was a, a 2014 release but Wolf Creek 2 surprised the hell out of me oh I God. absolutely hate Wolf Creek the first one it's <laughs> awful really? yes I can't stand it I own it still and I've, I've been contemplating about giving it away and I don't even know what made me hit play on Wolf Creek 2 I'm like oh, well, the, the rating yeah it had a really good uh, Netflix rating I'm like hmm I don't know. Like so I checked it out, and oh my god, this is a polar opposite movie from the first one. I don't know if you guys got a chance to check out the sequel, Wolf Creek Two, or not, but it is. It's like a hundred percent more gory, a hundred percent more tense. I mean, every they did they took everything in the first one, which wouldn't be hard to do, and amplified it. But they really just they they went. All the way with it, and it, it's it, it 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 exceeded my expectations. And like I said, I, I didn't go into it thinking I was going to see a good movie. I, I kind of went into it hoping that this would be one that would I would put um, lower, you know, like on the the hate list. But it ended up being uh, the biggest surprise for me. That if, if I've, I'm I'm going to go ahead and give the the first award of the night. From me, the biggest surprise goes to Wolf Creek Two. So, anybody out there who uh, who has seen it and agrees with me, that's awesome. But either way, I was just completely surprised by it, and I liked it a lot. I would recommend it for sure. Uh, I don't want to hype it up, but it's just it's it's solid, and it's just it's. I don't know if you like. I say if you remember the first one, not good. This one just really you know ramped it up. Uh, it had, you know, to give too much away, it had some some, some parts that kind of reminded me of The Hitcher, um, and then it had some parts that reminded me of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, it's just like they yeah. took, like, a lot of different things, a lot of scary things, like if, you know, if this really did happen, uh, you know, molded them together and molded them well. And, you know, the, the main character, the main Australian guy, the Aussie guy, he really just he's he stands out in this one. He is holy cow! Like I, I again, I don't remember him being the way in uh, in the first one that he is in the second one. He just he just stands out. He's frightening. He's funny. He's you know it's it's just it was really good. It hit me by surprise. I was not expecting it, and I really enjoyed it. And like I said, I'd recommend it to, to any of you guys for sure.
1: Yeah, I watched this one awesome. earlier actually. And I really, I- yeah, Wolf-, Wolf Creek, too. I watched it earlier today and I was trying I was <laughs> racking my brain to try to remember the first one, because for some reason, is the first one mostly set at this guy's like house?
3: Well, I- in, the, in the first one, I feel like I remember, they, right. they go to the crater like right. they do in the second. Right, right. Uh, and it's just it's it's all tourist stuff. But it just seems like it's just a bunch of driving uh, in the dark where you don't see much. And then, yes, most of it is, it is at his compound of him kind of hunting them down. Yeah. Which. Yeah, once which it is, gets there. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, once it gets there. And it's just, I just remember none of that being really good. I remember it not being gory. Um, I remember it being super hyped by Quentin Tarantino because I think he had his name on it uh like quentin tarantino presents you know that bullshit that just sucks people like me into going and watching it um but yeah 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 the the first one man yeah it was the i think that was the big
0: problem with the first one it's not like it's a horrible movie but i honestly don't remember much about it and it was just kind of meh it was okay but the hype on it was unbelievable. like there was a lot of hype for this movie, so I think that really hurt the film I, with uh, expectation wise when you when you got into it. so
1: Well, I, I think why I liked this one better in general is because they kind of they take it to the road more like there's it's almost like just battling it out on the road most of the time and it's mm. so intense yeah that's
3: why i said it had some touches of of the hitcher you know where yeah. it's just they're, they're they're on the road and you know he's just going after this guy and it's just you know never giving up yeah, and you know, taking your vehicle people, to the limit you know, you know <laughs>
1: throughout the whole thing it, they change it up quite a bit so it's, mm-hmm. it keeps your interest um
3: it was really cool
1: the only thing they did a really
3: good job on it
1: the only thing that took me like I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just me, but like the overall like like or- orchestral soundtrack in the background was good, but like the uh, the popular music they added into the movie really threw me for a loop, and it seemed so out of place the entire time to me. Like there hmm. was um, "Born to Be Wild," which was fine. It was seemed like a little bit of an odd choice, but I was overlooking it. But the fact that it stood out to me, I was like, eh.
3: I don't remember that. I must have been too into the movie.
1: Maybe. I don't... The music just kept sticking out to me, because then there was, like... It was, like, all American... Like, older American music in this movie, and it was, like... Then there was, like, Patsy (laughs) Cline, and then there was... Like, uh The Lion Sleeps... It was just a weird... Oh, yeah, yeah. Fiction. I thought that was cool. That that song was kind of funny <laughs> for the scene that it played in, but I don't... It just kept throwing me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm really nitpicky, so...
3: No. <laughs> I By the time that stuff comes in, it had already sold me to where I was into it. Uh, you know, if I was, you know, not in into the movie, I think you... you like, those probably would have brought me out, but, like, yeah. at, when it starts, and it starts going, I mean, the movie starts off, you know, instantly, that I was already zoned in. And yeah, really, that I first was long scene ride, is so. awesome. That was yeah. one of the best scenes in
1: the whole thing, I think. I oh, yeah. It.
0: Is it still on
2: Netflix? Yeah.
0: You yeah. said you just watched, watched it today, today. right, Jeremy? Yep. Okay, I'll, do, I'll, I'll have to check it. In. Oh,
2: I guess I Born to I'll be, be watching tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't "Born to Be Wild" like the most overused
3: song, rock song, in cinema? I just like
1: rolled my eyes into the back of my head, like, oh god, god I don't remember that.
3: Don't remember like, there's
1: like a small party scene, and they use that song. And I think just from then on out, I kept noticing the songs because I was so annoyed oh. that they used that song. <laughs> It's either
0: that
3: or Free Bird.
0: Yeah, yeah. Free Bird's up there. Um, uh, Born to uh, Born to be Wild is up there. I too. love
3: rock and roll. Don't fear the
0: reaper. <gasps> oh yeah, Don't fear the reaper. That's a good one.
2: it's a good, a good movie one. Dreams gets used a lot. Oh yeah, yes. But that's oh, yeah. such a good
5: song.
2: Well, <laughs> it is. But it's
4: not song. Songs. Or the use in the movie.
1: I don't. I never get annoyed by that song because Annie Lennox rocks my socks. Anyway
5: Interesting Mm -hmm.
0: I'm saving that clip For the best of Show for next year Thanks for that soundbite Terry
1: That I like Annie Lennox
0: That she rocks your socks Okay (laughs) Whatever man So yeah Australian film Wolf Creek 2 Recommended by Dustin it's been um, quite a year for Australian horror. Yeah. I
5: was thinking. And a
0: little you. film. Yeah. A little film called Baba Duke. Anybody? Baba yes.
1: Duke. Oh, good. Baba Duke, Duke, I loved it.
4: You guys all liked it? Yeah, everyone except one person liked
3: it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Dustin, <laughs> what, what'd you think of Baba Duke there, sir?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I guess I'm the only Just, one, but. I didn't like it. I did not like it.
2: That's... <gasps> what?
5: Ah, uh, see?
2: What,
3: what was so good about it? <laughs> Holy cow. Well, only everything. Uh, the only thing good about that movie is the book. The book looks really good, everything wow, else is solid, shit.
5: Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get that,
0: that
4: book for
2: $100 on the website. Oh. Did they make that book for real now? Yeah like signed by the director and the main actress. Hmm.
0: be cool if they customized it too to like if you ordered it and it was a, a cartoon of you slicing up your family. <laughs> Could you pay more to have them not sign? Because I don't I have a dog you know do
1: I, I love so it. nobody
4: can say why it's good okay so,
5: uh, yeah go for it
4: yeah it'
1: was great acting great atmosphere it was just beautiful like looking the entire time i'm just i'm a huge fan of anything psychological and this movie walked a very fine line of not knowing what was real and what was in their heads and i i i loved it i'm I i do not know Lots of things. I can't name just one thing I like about
2: it. Yeah, I the, think the cinematography and imagery in this movie was was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The the shots of that tree in their backyard, that creepy tree with the with the oh clouds rolling in and everything. I don't know what it was about those shots, but every time they pull one of those it was I, I just found that to be great.
1: Sure.
3: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We. We. I think we all seen this one. We can.
1: I wasn't I just... a giant fan of the ending. That was the only thing that was kind really? of. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. Like when How she so? goes when she goes down to the basement with the bowl of worms, like that whole scene. Uh huh. I wasn't a big fan of that scene because I. I don't. That well, made the monster. It made it seem like it was actually a monster. When the whole time, but I does, was, what?
4: That's my.
5: Yeah.
0: That's my big question right here. Because every time I hear talk about this movie, they talk about how it is a complete psychological thing. Right. Um, and I know you're right. It does. It does ride that line very well. But at the end of the movie, I believed in the Duke I didn't think. Yeah, you know, and, and I guess it's interpretation. That's another great thing about the movies you can, you can decide your own if it if it was all in her head or if it was a real thing. Right. Um, but it to me the movie felt all the way around that it leaned more into the Babadook is a real creature camp. Yeah. See, that's that's
1: what I thought that, that ending implied, and that's. I was leaning the other direction. I was a bigger fan of "It's All in Her Head." Honestly, I kind of wish that they would have all died, and I would have been happier. At the end. Wow.
5: <laughs> um, You'd have
4: been <laughs> more happy. Yeah.
1: I mean, Jeez. why does everything have to end with semi happy endings? But, but the, I don't.
4: But the but it's not it's not a happy ending, and they don't come out and say that it's real. And it's because it's just her going down there. It can still just I be in so. her she mind, and it. Yeah. like yeah, that exactly. allows it to still be psychological. And I, guess,
1: and I guess the fact that she wouldn't let her son go down there as well uh, would imply that maybe it's almost good.
4: maybe it's more psychological than it is a real thing.
1: Right. But, which
0: would say that it is an unhappy ending because, like, she's, she's not still over crazy. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If yeah. if you believe in the psychological side of it, but. Yeah, because she defeats the Baba Duke spoilers, and so you think that okay she's going to be okay now and he's going to be okay now, but obviously not.
1: Well, but you can't get rid of the Baba Duke, as the sun says.
0: Exactly.
4: So. Because but, yeah, it's so in your I, brain.
1: I've been thinking about it since I watched it this afternoon, <laughs> so I'm still like in process of figuring all of this stuff out. But I loved it. Like the fact that I'm still thinking about it, even though I watched like four movies today, says something.
0: For sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't think because I don't. I don't think the to me the ending ruins the interpretation in either direction. What what makes me lean more towards the Baba Duke is that it's both the mom and her are believing in it. The kid, you know? it, yeah, it would be different if it was just all her that was seeing everything but he was seeing this stuff too
1: to
0: so they're both crazy with the same crazy sickness
1: but this kid has like this insane imagination and
4: he's right. he's is amazing. he just playing exactly
1: yeah. like that I love the kid actor in this he was so great um all of like he's you he, know, he's into the magic and all of that and he has like this vivid imagination yeah. so maybe he's instilling Still the image of that monster on what he sees happening to his mom or...
0: he we, yeah he was great he was like really good at being a really sympathetic character and the you know the heartstrings pulling for this kid because like everybody hates this kid including his own mother at times <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, he's not like he's not like overly annoying to where it's like, yeah, I hate this kid too. Where just, I really yeah. felt, I really felt for him, and one of the things to work out for the kid.
2: So at no
4: point did you hate this kid? I he kind of annoyed me a couple times where I thought That's I was gonna. Sure. Yeah, that some of that stuff in the oh, car the screaming. Yeah. Oh,
1: my oh. God! Yeah. There were times, there that, yeah. There was a couple of me, moments where, but kinda, those points were needed to make you feel sympathetic toward the mother, you know. So you, yeah. you were more conflicted about what was actually happening. Right. But, yeah.
0: But it wasn't enough to push me over to edge to be like when the third act was happening, me sitting there wanting her to kill her own son. You know, I, I was really, I was really on the edge of my seat. Hoping for his safety throughout the whole third act, so well, guys,
2: I'm empathetic for my speakers.
4: Yeah, well, and it pushed Dustin over the edge because he just wanted everybody to die. I I did. I I don't know. (laughs)
1: That was me. I said I was trying to bring you back into
4: it. (laughs) See, Dustin, it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) What? What didn't you like about it?
3: Well, first. I just want to say that I'm I'm not disliking the film because everyone's liking it and just <laughs> hating it. Just to hate it. I, seriously, I You're I, I, I genuinely right. <laughs> I, 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 gen- <laughs> I genuinely did not like the movie. Sitting down watching it, I um yeah I will admit that the first part of the movie had me um, until the Baba Duke was on the ceiling, and then he jumped down and got in her face. I was instantly out of it. I don't know what popped me out. I think it was his face or whatever. The Babadook character was instantly, for me, unscary for the rest of the movie. And the whole origin of the book and, like, where did it come from? It's, it, it was quickly dismissed. It, it was It was like, it. oh, that was on my shelf? Oh, okay. Let's fucking read it. Um, and it just keeps, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't go where did this yeah. book come yeah. from? It comes back. And, you know, that, that stuff is cool. Well, um, did it get mailed to him? That. He, he pulls it off the shelf when he goes to read. But she asked him to get us.
2: A... I thought that first the time. mother uh, found it in a package outside their front door. Maybe after Was she burned it. Was that the second it.
0: time, though? The second time. Because no. she ripped
2: it up.
1: then
2: uh, oh, yeah, it ripped it. I thought for sure it got mailed to him, but I, I, I guess if I'm the only one that thinks that, I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, he pulled it <laughs> off
2: I don't, the shelf. I honestly don't
0: remember where it first came. The yeah. kid he, uh, on the shelf okay.
1: which I was yeah. really confused like that was the only thing about it that I thought brought it into the real world I honestly thought that was another figment of her imagination because no one else saw it other than the kid you know she went to the police station and she told them that she had burned it and they were looking at her you know they were just looking at her like she was nuts like she was making it up and she couldn't prove anything I don't I thought that it was something she had made up, but it doesn't explain how the kid was able to see it. So there's another thing, but
3: yeah, that whole, the whole line of thinking feels like a complete waste of time while you're watching it because it's irrelevant because they don't explain it. That's how I feel. And the mother, as far as I'm concerned, is she's so bipolar now obviously I know there's people out there who have this type of real thing going on with them where one minute they're happy and one minute they're violent and it's a real thing. And I completely understand that. But as a viewer watching this movie, I felt like that was so incredibly night and day to the point where she's, she's like, Oh, so sorry my baby my child and then she's like get the fuck out of here you know it 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 was so night and day so close together that it almost made it seem to me like bad acting which i know it wasn't but it just that's what that's the way it came off to me and you know at this point the babadook has already showed up and i'm no longer scared by him and i i'm already kind of tired of the mother and I'm already kind of tired of the kid. That I felt like the the first 15 or 20 minutes I invested in it, that I was into it, that I had lost, that I there was there was no I, I couldn't I couldn't get back into it. I couldn't enjoy it. And there were there were things that kept happening that made me less and less interested. Um, you know the the whole the whole birthday party thing, um, where he pushes her. Out of the like treehouse or something, I can't quite remember. Um, and then you know, then 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 the uh, the sister disowns her, which is fine. That happens, but again, that to me just seemed like a big waste of time for something that we were, know like you guys said, at the end of the movie, and that, that's what we get. You know that's 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 what we get at the end is 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 maybe or maybe not something in the basement that is there <laughs> i don't i don't know it, it's hard to explain for me why i didn't enjoy it but
1: well i don't i wouldn't say that she was like the, my whole bipolar thing like i saw it more as you know they're coming up on the anniversary of this horrific accident that their family has gone through it's almost more like uh, PTSD like it's bringing up all those feelings you know and they're reliving things and they're acting out and
3: acting right. crazy I, I understand why she's doing it and I understand like I said there are people that are like that but the way that it was filmed the way that it was that it was that actor was portrayed it, and edited I guess it just seemed like it was night and day too soon to, to, to as a as a viewer it it didn't it, i didn't like watching it because like i said it was just one point where she was she was very sympathetic for her son and she was you know very comforting and the next minute she is you know she's violent or or you know rageful and then the next minute she's right back to you know to that softer side and it happens to for me just like i said this is for me it happens so quickly back and forth night and day that it it, i didn't like watching it It, that was not enjoyable to watch well she was just very tired she was very tired she was sleep
1: deprived (laughs) and also i think that it kind of came off as like her coping mechanism was kind of almost like she was being possessed by the Babadook. And so that was like she had the Babadook yeah. inside of her and it was shining through every once in a while. Like you see in so many different possession movies, like that's why it was so sporadic. Like she was fighting it off and all of that jazz is kind of what I was getting from it.
0: That's that's how I took it too, is because that was when she was getting really, you know, um, when she really started yelling at her kid really bad is what like after the Baba Duke got in her face and went in her mouth and all that yeah. stuff. So I took it as like, you know, she's possessed by him and she's, you know, well, yeah, with it going going from night and day, she's pretty much fighting the Baba Duke.
3: And I get that too. And, and i appreciate i really appreciate when a movie is a roller coaster ride you know going up and going down but what i don't appreciate is when you're going up the roller coaster and you hit a brick wall and then you're going down the roller coaster and then you hit another brick wall I, that's that's what i felt like what was happening I, I didn't i didn't feel progression and i didn't feel like it, it it was it was well put together in that sense But that's just me and I am just trying to explain that I, I didn't ha- I I don't hate this movie because er- everyone likes it that's just I did not enjoy it and that I'm, And that's okay. And
5: I, <laughs> haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. <laughs>
3: It's okay that you don't like it. Okay. I just had (laughs) to face you. I I don't want to be the Joe. I don't want to, like you guys (laughs) said, I don't want to be the Joe of this and say, oh, I don't like it because it sucked. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying my best with my uh, low vocabulary here to explain why I didn't like the Babadook. (laughs) if i had justin beam words i would probably be a lot better (laughs) nobody has words like him yeah we'd all be like oh man maybe i don't like like it
1: too actually like i saw him post that somewhere maybe on twitter or something so he would probably be siding with you right now dustin
0: and he probably would have used the word queef in his description too (laughs) big words
1: big words
0: no, no, yeah, you know, and I get I get where you're coming from on the sure. reasons of why you're not liking it. Uh, and you mentioned like not explaining things. I'm the polar opposite of that. I that's one of the things I did like about it that they don't explain anything. Um, like. I'm like, is the Babadook a ghost? Is it like a demon? Is is this, or is this a whole new supernatural being that we've never experienced in cinema before? Or is it just pure psychological? And that's what I appreciated out of it, because it had a lot of some of those like, you know, um, possessiony, you know, moments that you see in different in different films. So this felt a lot more like something new and different with, with, that, uh, with that whole um, type, of, type of film.
2: Well Yeah, the, probably the biggest possession-y style moment for me is when she jumped up and grabbed the door frame and then just started swinging back and forth to kick the door in. Oh, yeah. That's, that seemed like a bit more than uh, what she should probably be able to do at that point. I mean with being all sleep deprived and crazy and whatnot that was that was pretty impressive. I'm trying to remember that part. And, uh. It was uh, it was when she was chasing her son around right before they went to the basement. Um he runs and hides in his room and locks the door. And she's pounding on it telling him to let her in and then at one point she just jumps up and like grabs the top of the door frame and starts oh, yeah. winging out back and forth and kicks the door in. Oh,
3: okay.
4: And again, I've killed the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not me this time. I'm so happy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're wobble. here. I'm
4: glad you're here.
2: Man, I, I was excited about this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will
0: also say to Dustin that I... I I don't find the jumping um, the, the jumping emotional mood swings of the mom too unrealistic because I've worked retail for 20 years and I've seen enough horrible children to understand why um, that mother has those mood swings.
2: Have you heard one tell her son if she's so hungry, then he can just go eat shit? Because <laughs> I absolutely loved that. Uh, yeah that, she that, did that say good, that yeah. That got a good yeah. chuckle out of me Oh <laughs> well, if you're so hungry Then why don't you just go eat shit <laughs> <laughs>
4: just That like was her. awesome
0: yeah <laughs> Been working on that one <laughs> Well that's, uh, that's Four thumbs up and one thumbs down Here on the show for Baba Duke Awesome, which I learned from IMDb Trivia today is an acronym. I don't know if that's the right word, but I think that's the word it said on IMDb for a bad book. That's what Baba Duke means. Yeah, it wouldn't be an acronym. But... No. <laughs> Wrong I, I swear it said acronym. <laughs> no. It's acronym not an acronym. Be,
1: each letter mean, spells out
0: yeah, I know what an acronym is. This isn't me well, literally misusing words like I always do. I know to what tell. an acronym yeah. is. Well, how are we supposed I, to? I, that? I swear it said acronym on IMDb.
4: <clears throat> Mike doesn't know what an acronym means.
2: <laughs> I do too. Got <laughs> one too many yeah. Jason, you He probably,
4: knows
0: what it is. He just can't spell it. Okay. <laughs> do you have any? anything finally you want to say about Baba Duke, you weren't in the conversation much and I know you saw this one as well uh yep I, same
4: same old stuff I thought it was cool I thought it was a real thing and you know I liked it it didn't really it never really said either way you know which made yeah. it good for the movie that it wasn't decided for you um yeah the acting was great cinematography's cinematography was great I, I was kinda with Dustin there for a minute when the when the Bob Duke first jumps on the ceiling, I was like, mm, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was cool overall just because it was not a normal movie. You know? Yeah. I like that.
0: Faux show. Alright. Well, since Dustin Gotta do some hating on a film I wanna <laughs> do one <laughs> I wanna uh, see <laughs> And I'm hoping I'm praying That people get to see this Cause I wanna talk about this movie so bad It's definitely on my bottom five though And it's VHS viral Oh good lord yeah <laughs> uh,
1: I'm glad I didn't watch it then
0: <laughs> Yeah me too <laughs> I'm glad you didn't well, watch it Well, here's my problem with the movie. I mean, it's the third installment of the VHS franchise, where it's an anthology film with different segments that are all supposed to be, like, on these bootleg VHS tapes that are kind of tied into this, like, mysterious wraparound, right? That is what we have—that's what we have—that we know of the series, right? Right.
4: Right. Right.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, Dustin, did you get a chance to watch it after you and I talked the other night? I tried so hard to to get this on my phone so I could watch it today. I did not okay. get a chance. Okay.
0: Well, lucky you. So it's just me and Derek, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, I'll just talk to Derek then. Uh, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so this movie... The, so one of the segments I liked, but at the same time I hated it because... It was a complete stray from the VHS franchise. Like, it doesn't yes. follow the formula of the VHS movies at all. This is, this movie is the Halloween 3 of the VHS franchise. It's I absolutely Jason agree goes, with that. Yeah, it's the Jason Goes to Hell of VHS. Yes,
4: yes.
2: <laughs> so you're going to make love to it? No. It yeah.
1: <laughs> sounded a little bit like that,
2: Jason. A little like that, yeah.
0: Whatever, but it's the leprechaun in the hood. I don't know. Whatever. Um, no, it's just because like it completely strays from the formula, and and I'm not even talking about you know like stuff in the second one or even the first one where it's like okay, this wasn't obviously shot on VHS. People are using like like um, you know little little eyeglass cameras or whatever the case may be. That I don't care about it's the fact that there is there is literally a moment in this movie where it goes from found footage to just straight narrative hey hmm. like hmm. Uh, there's a segment and and, and that's where it's kind of conflicting for me because i still enjoyed the segment and i'm talking about the one with the
2: magician oh, you yeah.
0: think of the one the,
2: the, the like, magician segment it was uh the best of a bad lot, but I, I agree, it completely deviated from the uh from the formula. So, it, well, it, it, just, it stopped being it found, found footage. It totally stopped being found footage. Well first yeah, of all it was that whole like story documentary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Technically speaking, that whole segment isn't found footage at all. It's set up like a documentary. You get, you got like a narrator. You get like uh, it's 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 edited together with news footage. Um, and when it is found footage stuff, because um, apparently you know the uh, the magician films every time he he kills somebody with his magic cloak. Uh, you guys are intrigued now, right? A Magic cloak that kills people. Um, Exactly. Every time the cloak kills somebody, he has to film it, and the cops find the tapes, and they show some of the footage. But it's still, like, pieced together, like we're watching an episode of Unsolved Mysteries or something. I you know, so the, So mysteries. the whole, But the worst of it is...
5: I love Unsolved Mysteries.
0: Me too. And if this was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, it would have been the greatest thing um, yeah. But the worst part of it all is, like, what you we would quote-unquote call the third act of this particular story... Where the magician's assistant is duking it out with the magician and they're fighting for the cloak and everything. There's no found footage camera, there's no docu camera at all. It just turns into a straight straight movie at that point. Like they just like it's as if they're like, How are we supposed to like explain where the docu cameras are while these people are fighting on the ceiling and stuff? Oh screw it, let's just film it like a normal movie. And that's what it does.
4: Completely. So it so it rec threes it, but you don't like it in this
2: <laughs> Yeah, it does kinda of
0: rec three it.
4: Yeah, you're yeah, right. It, it but it's not supposed
2: it, to. But, no, this is VHS. Yeah, this is VHS. I mean yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, and and I didn't think I could dislike a wraparound more than I disliked the original wraparound. Oh, dude! I don't even run. know. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell was going on in the rap. No, it, it was completely confusing. Um, it was confusing. It may it, it just. It it took me out of the movie more than the than the little segments did themselves. It. It was just—it was a bad, bad movie, and I spent like nine dollars renting it on iTunes. So I was, I was very, very disappointed in that. <laughs> but the, I
0: actually like the rapper in the first two movies. Especially, if, oh, the Skateboard Guys. <laughs> that, oh my God, that one—that <laughs> one really ticked me off. Because first of all, I thought like. I thought like zombies were cool looking when they were all just skull heads in the mm-hmm. and you know up in I thought they looked really cool, and I like the idea of the other uh, skate. Basically, what this one is, there's a segment where it's these kids, these skateboarders who obviously watched way too much Jackass and Viva La Bam, where they just have to be total jerks and assholes, and they're filming their skateboarding antics, where they basically run into cars on their skateboards and do stupid crap like that, and they decide like, hey, let's go to Mexico. So they all pack up and go to Mexico and decide to skateboard in Mexico and film it down there. And they have, like, the, um, um, GoPros attached to their helmets, and GoPros attached to their skateboards and stuff. And then they have one guy that just films everything on another camera. And they find this little area, like a, like a, like off of a sewer grate, just a big drain area down in this valley, where they're skateboarding and stuff, but there's, like, and and I'm assuming this is all taking place on on the uh, Day of the Dead festival, uh, right? Did you maybe. get that, Derek? Yeah, yeah. Because there was maybe one shot reference when they were going through the streets of some Mexican Mexican town where it was referencing the Day of the Dead or whatever. But it was like one shot and never really is referenced. So they're down there doing their skateboard thing, and there's all these like crazy, you know, like looks like kind. Of you know satan symbol, satanic symbols and stuff just kind of painted on the on the concrete and everything and and, and, every, and one of the things i also liked is every time like blood would hit one of these symbols it would like start to sizzle and burn and catch fire and stuff and that was kind of a neat that was image neat, yeah that was pretty cool. yeah but then all of a sudden these like all these guys in face paint and cloaks show up as if it's some kind of cult, and they just start fighting these cult guys and start killing them, and and, and like, and then they they then they come back to life as like zombies with like just and everything, and then they're fighting <laughs> them. And when what's 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 wild is like the, there was a lot of gore. The zombies, are cool these, these cloaks, they kind of remind you of like like tomb of Dead and stuff like that. Um, and like the CGI, I thought worked really well, looked good. Um, but it, the segment itself was written by and acted by me and my friends in high school. Yeah, because they're they're t- they're taking their skateboards and they're bashing these cult guys and these zombies in the head and the dialogue is just like f-bomb every other word one, one actual line of dialogue is like just, just don't stop fighting or something On those
2: lines yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, stop fighting. Like, don't stop fighting that? Shoot, yeah. shoot that fucker now shoot <laughs> that fucker that fucker <laughs> over there needs to be shot shoot that fucker too <laughs> i mean it was oh
4: was that good huh
0: it was horrible. I mean, it's, it's seriously, I don't think it was at that moment. I think they just got there, they had their tub of still they had the actors, they had their cameras, and they're just like, let's just improv this. Say what you want, fight whoever you want to fight, because there was no rhyme or reason for any of it. Oh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. And and you hated the kids. I hated those kids.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know if you were to some- to care about them at all because they didn't make any attempt whatsoever to make them likable. Not in the they, least, no. no they were they were like the kids from the wraparound in the first one. I wanted them to fucking die.
5: <laughs> yeah. I, mean, they,
2: they I were, think even worse than that, though, honestly. Yeah, I mean... I really, really hated these kids. One of their friends dies, like, right away and they're like, "Huh? Eh, oh well. There's that yeah. guy. Yeah, and pretty much... He was—he was just the driver. Yeah, uh, it's just like man, These a real jerks.
5: <laughs>
2: major
0: jerks. Like so much to the point, it was like when they, when they start fighting the cult guys. And it, it goes from, like, zero to 100 in, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the cult guys rips one of the guys' arms off, and then all of a sudden the other three skateboarders just start grab their skateboards and start beating the crap out of, um, out of all the these cult And they're the most
2: amazing fighters I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're riding weird. around on their skateboards, picking up swords like they've been wielding them since they were young children, and, oh... Mm-hmm. Oh man! Just thinking about this one starting to make me angry. He's getting sick.
5: <laughs>
0: I actually had more sympathy for the cult guys getting killed yes. than than the kids in the situation. <laughs> I really did. I was rooting for the cult guys. I'm like,
2: oh, oh poor cult guy. He didn't do anything to you. You just hit him with your skateboard. Yeah, he's just he's just walking up. Maybe he was going to invite you into the cult, which I understand is annoying. But, you know, is it a reason to kill the guy with a skateboard and an ancient sword that you somehow have come across? No. God.
0: Exactly. It seriously felt, it felt like this would have been a movie. If we had better resources, this would have been something that we did in high school. And how because... much
2: ammunition did they have with them? Oh, with that one gun? With yeah. the one gun that had, uh, <laughs> had like, commando-style uh, ammo in it. Mm-hmm. That one handgun that had at least 733 rounds in it. At the very <laughs> least. <laughs> and then they start pulling out the firecrackers and start
0: shooting up the zombies. The firecrackers. We well, don't go skating without firecrackers. So everybody knows that. It, it seriously it was like I could just picture it in high school. My friends arguing what we're going to do over the weekend. Let's go skateboarding. We found this cool area to skateboard. Nah, I want to make a movie. Well, let's just do both? And then that's and then that's what you get.
2: And firecrackers. Yeah, <laughs> well, I got these firecrackers. All right, let's bring that in. Found my dad's gun. <laughs> oh.
0: So bad, so bad. Now, what'd you think of the one—the one with uh, the, one the guy uh, finds the parallel dimension?
2: That one was weird. It was weird, but I really liked it. I that was I mean, not my cool. favorite one. That yeah. one was that one. Yeah, that one would have to be my favorite one. But I mean, that's not that's not saying a whole lot. Um, <laughs> now that I think, yeah, that one that one was different. And it was it was very, like at the end of it, I I was just sitting there going, "What the hell did I just watch?"
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, basically, there's this guy. He's working on this. Um, he's an inventor, and he's working on this machine. It's like big doorway. It's got all these gizmos attached to it, and he kicks it on and opens up a doorway. To literally a parallel universe where on the other side of the doorway is a carbon copy of himself and of the room and everything like that, and it's a parallel dimension where um, <clears throat> where yeah. his doppelganger was doing the exact same experiment. And they're like, "Well, you know, we let's let's explore each other's universes here. Let's just meet back here in fifteen minutes." Um, and so they go. They go into each other's universes to kind of explore and check things out. And obviously, one dimension is not an exact duplicate.
2: Yeah. He's got a little something extra. Boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Both the boys and the girls have something extra. Oh, good lord. Were sitting the whole time wondering what was in that like, bag
2: hanging, from the, hanging over top of the pentagram? Yeah, like what, what the hell was that? What, the, what are they gonna do with it? I don't know, but I want to know now. Like there, was, I oh, did, there, was, there was, yeah, and <laughs> I don't, I don't know that that one. It just it, like I said, it left me scratching my head. I I liked it, but I didn't, and <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> and. Sounds
0: neat. So you got the ramp around, you got the vision, you got the dimensional jumping, you got the skateboards. Was that it, though? I felt like there was another story, but I completely don't remember what it is. Yeah, I, I had a hard or Was time. that
2: it? I had a hard time with this one keeping my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's the only one that, or those are the only ones that I remember. I I remember being... Okay very annoyed by the wraparound and so taken out of it by so many static cuts. Like it was just static cut, static cut, static mm-hmm. cut. Everything that happened caused there to be static in the feed. And it, well, oh, it, it I, like at moments it about made me like literally sick from all the jumpy static cuts and all the $9 you can yeah. get back. Yes, all the nine dollars I couldn't get back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing that one up, you know again, Jason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think there was
2: enough story because
5: there
0: was a lot, lot of um a lot of like a wrap around <laughs> in the other two movies was just like they were just filler between the between the segments. But this was good half of the movie spent on this wraparound. Yeah. She had that moment where, where it's at the Hispanic backyard barbecue with the one guy. Uh, oh, so yeah. And his dog. And that was part of the wraparound. But that didn't make any sense either because, like, first of all, I don't understand who was filming
5: that.
2: I didn't know. Yeah. And it was, like, linking up through everybody's cell phones or something?
0: Yeah, and... and I mean, so, basically, the wraparound is this ice cream truck is being chased through the city by cops. And every time it passes by, like, cell phones go crazy, and, and it possesses them? They get nosebleeds. I know I remember that much and And some of them commit suicide, yeah, and some of them just don't do anything they're just they're just okay, you know it's not, it doesn't it doesn't make a stitch of sense, and it's not consistent with its own with its own story it's setting up, and oh man, but that scene there at the hispanic barbecue. And then the lights go out, and the lights come back on, and that that barbecue fork is sticking out of the top of the dog. You remember mm-hmm.
2: that?
5: Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, I laughed my butt off. Yeah, that was hilarious. But that was the most the comical looking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make any sense. And so, so he goes apeshit and tells everybody a party. And they're all laying there dead with forks sticking out of them, and I'm like, what? Am, what? What is this? Is this supposed to be funny? Because none of the rat, none of the rest of the rat indicates. in the case,
2: funny. Yeah. Uh, it was just a mess. It, it really was. Um, it. It felt like, <clears throat> excuse me. It felt like this was rushed. It felt like it was really rushed Just in the, oh shit We've got to put out another one this year Instead of taking their time And maybe waiting Another six, eight months, or even a year To put out something of quality Because I really enjoyed VHS too Yeah, me um,
0: too I mean, I've enjoyed
2: the franchise as well so far I can't agree with you there But I'll say I liked VHFs <laughs> um, But it just It felt like this was rushed they you know the the whole time frame of one a year kind of caught up to them and they're like oh well i guess we got to do this so here we go you know what and that's sad because
0: you could say that about all the big franchises you know with like the soft movies they kind of got to the point wherever they felt like they were being rushed because they had to turn one every year. You could say that probably about Friday thirteenth, sometimes they felt maybe they'd been a little rushed because they had to turn one out every year. This these are shorts. You mm-hmm. I mean there should be any reason why I should feel as rushed as this the as this does.
2: Right. No, it just it, it like you said, it it was a mess that's the only that's the best way to describe it the only way to describe it it was just it was a hurried mess yeah
0: so yeah there you go guys VHS viral
4: thank god I didn't watch it
1: no doubt
3: I'm still gonna watch
1: it yeah yeah. Uh,
0: I hope you do Dustin I really wanna know what your thoughts are I would love for all you guys to see it I want to know what your thoughts are. Um, I you know especially when it comes to something that I don't necessarily like, I want to know if like if I'm way off base if something is clouding my judgment but because you know, the biggest thing for me was just how much of a derailment from the franchise this was. Let's see what you guys thought about that. And and seriously though there's a couple the first two segments I think are worthy of watching the one with the magician and and the uh, the one the with the dimensional the shark,
4: and then what's then that? The, the portal one sounds good, but you said the other one that jumps the shark is worth watching.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it was like a Twilight Zone episode or something, or like a Tales from the Crypt episode, it have been it been solid, you know. So needless to say, it's a good segment. It just it just doesn't feel like. It doesn't it fit along with VHS. If that is what they want to continue doing with this franchise, and it being this whole found found footage, these tapes are are driving people crazy. Kind of concept that they set up in the first two films.
5: Okay. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I wasn't terribly excited to watch this one. I think that's why I put it off, because the first two were sort of hit-and-miss for me. So, eh, I'll maybe watch it eventually.
0: Hit-and-miss as far as, like, some segments work and some don't.
1: Yeah.
4: Or, like, you never even knew what a VHS tape was.
1: Oh, whatever. <laughs> this I grew up watching VHS tapes. Suck it. Okay <laughs> My grandma still has My grandma still has All of the old uh, Disney VHS tapes That we used to watch When I was growing up In her cabinet
2: <laughs> yeah, Fuck it Jason Yeah Yeah uh, yeah You're not that old Calm down <laughs> uh, Or you're
4: not that young That's what I was trying to uh-huh. Yeah Yeah Oldie <laughs>
1: Eh, whatever.
3: <laughs> All right. Can I Jerry. mention a uh, honorable mention real quick before uh, we get into a next full-length movie? But okay. I don't know if we can count it. Uh, as a you know as as a, you know one of our favorite feature films, but I don't think we should ignore it, but it's a movie that we've all seen I know for a fact but uh two thousand fourteen knock knock uh that was at the uh halloween Palooza Film festival oh. that was excellent i think that you know I really liked it, and I think we should mention it <laughs> It should have won, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I you know just just because that that movie I thought was you know even though it, I, and I and I'm bringing it up because it's not a full length. It is a short film, and it was for the the, the short film festival, and and but the the quality of it and uh, the story of it is so cool. They pack a lot into you know six or seven minutes or whatever it was. Um, that was just so cool i really enjoyed it and mm-hmm. i mean I, I feel like we we should at least mention it on the podcast for you know for this year what, i agree
1: what won didn't timothy win
4: timothy yes, yeah, this was the short film that won
1: yeah, i like that better I, than knock knock
4: me too I actually had as the honorable mention "The Dorchester's Revenge," "The Return of Crinoline Head," which one? <laughs> which won The feature film? I won, but it's got Debbie Rashawn I, in it. And.
2: I think for the most part, like every film that was in that oh, film nice. festival, deserves a mention in this. That that film festival was fantastic. Everyone that got <laughs> yeah. shown that day was it, it blew it it blew me away. It was. They were
3: all really good.
2: Yeah, i've I've done, I've done a couple judgings for film festivals before, on the horror side, and i've I've never seen anything like this where there were so many quality entries that got put in.
0: Yeah, same here. Dozens have been dozens of film festivals, and there's always been stuff that's like. Man, really
5: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: exactly but everything everything that we got that we got into the festival was solid you know yeah, yeah a lot of good stuff it's good year mm-hmm. yeah so knock knock short film um how would you describe it Dustin uh I
3: would describe it as almost like a as an urban legend story that they've made up for the movie um where there's, you know, your, your typical teenage girls in their bedroom at night uh, telling the story about how, oh, it's the lady that hangs herself on a bridge or hangs herself. I can't quite remember. She gets <laughs>
2: killed. She gets killed on a bridge because the uh, the niece is asking her who killed her.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, and they have to go up to the door and, and, and knock um, I'm trying to remember the urban legend story they made up. It was so good though um, and you can't look at her or you can't I can't remember the, the, the you know the lady who comes through the closet. I don't know somebody helped me out here and I'm trying to remember uh, the,
2: you, can't, you can't ever look at them because if you do, the, the uh, spirit of that person will possess you forever. So they had to cover do. I mean, had to have their backs to them with their eyes closed the entire time, or else you know the spirit will. If you look at them, the spirit will possess you, and you're stuck with it forever.
3: Yeah. Either way, really cool. And you know, as, as anybody else can imagine that that happens, and uh, some really cool shit goes down. Um, so yeah, if you're at a film festival and you see Knock Knock come up. Check it out. Yeah,
0: really, really good film. Really well performed. Uh, looked beautiful. Um, was shot really well. It was directed by Jeff Bettencourt, which is interesting because you know here we're putting on this little film, this horror film festival in Iowa, and this guy's got some some pretty pretty decent creds. Um, he was the director of of. Uh, Boogeyman 2, but we won't hold that against him. Uh, he's best known as an editor, uh, and he's edited um, uh, such things as uh, Apparition, Unborn, uh, Grudge 2, uh, 2006 When a Stranger Calls, Exorcism of Emily Rose, uh, The Grudge. He's done some. He's edited on of the Ruins. He's edited uh, some comedies like *American Reunion*. uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. Uh, He's 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 edited a lot of a lot of big Hollywood films. So it was a little surreal getting uh, like his short film in our festival. (laughs) So, if you do get a chance to watch it, check it out. So, another film from 2014 that we should probably talk about, and that is Horns. Yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Loved it. Yeah, Harry it's, it's uh, pretty high <laughs> no. on your list, wasn't it, Jason? Oh, yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. You know why? Because it's a love story.
4: And I'm a big sucker. Oh, you kind of ruined the movie for me now. Oh. I mean... Oh. Demons and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, now you're talking <laughs> heavy metal. Yeah. And this
4: yeah. one
0: was this one was directed by um, Aja Alexander of High Tension fame. Woo. Has
2: anybody seen that one? <laughs> nope. Uh, What's that? Great movie. Wonderful ending. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I found
0: it refreshing to see him do something that's not a remake. So that's been a while since he's okay. done something. It's still based off of a book. Books. Um, Terry, who's the author of the book? Joe Hill. Stephen King. You laugh, son. but she knew. Yep, Stephen King's son, exactly.
1: Yeah, this is what I want to do for my thing.
0: Ah. So maybe we shouldn't get into it too much and save it for we do your um, wicked words on it?
1: Eh, I don't care.
0: Okay, good. Because we're going to talk about
1: it. <laughs> It'll probably so be a, a que- while before I do it. You'll forget it. So.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. So basically, the story goes this Harry Potter um, is the the town thinks that he killed Hermione uh, Hermione, or whatever her name is. No, stop it. (laughs) It
4: can't can't move on if you don't move on.
1: (laughs) All
0: right, you're you're right. He's a fantastic
1: actor. It's just, I gotta gotta love my Harry Potter.
0: Uh So, anyway, so Daniel Radcliffe... his girlfriend was murdered, and the whole town thinks it was him. And he—he's uh, being tried for the murder and everything. He's trying to find out who really did it. Uh, and he just happens to wake up one day with horns on his head, horns which causes everybody around him to tell the absolute truth and also let go of all their inhibitions. And also, he has a little bit of um, ability to control their actions with it as well. Um, with the, with the horns. I like how the horns keep growing throughout the movie, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what is it about horns that you like so much, Jason, besides it being a love story?
4: Oh, besides that?
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, well, the cinematography, is always good with his movies, but, I mean, even from the first scene, uh, when it does that big 360, when he stands up, I'm like, whoa, oh, that's so I'm like, dude, I'm drunk too now with you. Ugh.
0: Ugh. It's like one of the greatest transitions of all time, because it's the... It's the earlier scene where he's, you know, making out with his girlfriend on the ground and yeah. it pans through the dirt um, all the way to the floor where time has passed and he's drunk on the floor and then spins around. Very awesome shot.
4: Uh-huh. But uh, just the story, the idea, the lore behind this idea and just it's so new and it's its own thing that it's you're like you have to kind of be in it to see what the heck's going to happen. You have to follow it, because you're like, I don't... You have no idea what the hell's going to happen. And and so it's... And it's kind of a fun little murder mystery where you really don't know. I mean, I sure as heck didn't. Mm-hmm, you know? No. And, and so it's fun just trying to figure that out. And and the, just the abilities that the horns give them, just the concept's so cool and neat. And, and you're like, what the fuck's next?
0: Yeah, I, I like these... I like movies like this that have this extreme supernatural element to it where you know he's got horns and there's no rhyme or reason why he's got the horns and there's no explanation why he got the horns or and, and or for any of the supernatural stuff that goes on but yet the rules are set up and I was really worried throughout the whole movie that they were kind of be- they were gonna bend their own rules as it went because um, it, it gets a little complex there to where you know I was worried you know worried there could be some plot holes with that but they stuck to him and they did a really good job I thought maintaining maintaining the rules of, of the horns and the abilities of the horn the horns and all that
4: mm-hmm. and the love story is really nice
1: ah. <laughs> and
4: I mean there's
1: nothing wrong with having a love story in horror films I mean it's not something that hasn't been done before isn't
2: I, there I... What? what nothing, what? nothing, nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that he was like cutting out and just wasn't saying okay um, at first I had a hard time thinking of this movie as a horror film. Like I looked at it as more of a drama with like fantasy and some like horror elements yep. in it. But yeah, um, but you know I'll count it because there are horror elements and I really liked it. Um, and I'm a huge fan of murder mysteries and things like that. So,
4: oh, then you had to dig it.
1: I did. I <coughs> dug it. It was. I mean, it was definitely very drama heavy in parts I mean it was sad I yeah. cried in parts I did but then I yeah, <laughs> yeah right you big baby mm-hmm. but <laughs> it was it was really it was really good it was just a great story and I loved the way that it was told on the screen I'm really interested to see how the book plays out and compare the two it'll be interesting
4: yeah so Derek we were talking about oh shit moments did you finish this one I did did you what did you think of the holy shit moment Near the end, with the tree and the gun and the face. That that one, wow, yeah, that one, uh,
2: that one got me. How awesome was that? That was that was amazing. Um, I mean, the whole end scene yeah. in general was was great. I I wish they could have done a, lo- a little bit more practically. Yep. But with I mean, yeah. with what they were doing there, there was basically no way yep. that they could have. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, all in all, the the use of CGI was was done well.
4: Most yeah
2: And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, mostly, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the holy shit moment there. That, <laughs> Cause, I, Cause the movie doesn't really there. lean up to it. There's like, you no. know, it's drama. It's
4: drama. Oh, there's a stab here. There's a little blood here. And then hello. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I was, I was, it was fucking I was, awesome. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm like, what is he talking? Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. There's wow. Yeah, that is exactly what he was talking about. Um, <laughs> I still, still have to go with Starry Eyes for my holy okay. shit moment okay. of the year, but, but this ranked up there. Yeah, good.
4: Yeah, I thought when he went full demon, that was great. I just, yeah, there's just a little bit of CGI at the end. I'm like, oh gosh, I wish that was better. To- but yeah, you let it go you gotta because around you can But
1: yeah. the content that they had to do,
0: like,
1: yeah. how that practically?
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and so it's definitely forgivable. Mm-hmm. I think, like, uh, most of the CGI... And all the practical effects look really good in this movie. Um, there's just a couple of them that don't work for me, but again, they're like impossible effects to do, like the angel wings. That, that was like yeah. that was a little out of the element for me, and uh, the snake going into the guy's mouth. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, was, I, was glad on there. That, I was glad that the angel wings were quick. Yeah, they were yeah. there, and then it was gone. And I was like, all right, all right, I, c- I can handle that. I can handle yeah. that. And exactly, when, he, exactly. when he went full demon, he looked. He oh, amazing! Yeah. Oh,
4: it was awesome, yeah. and that's
0: where the CGI thing think looked really good because I just love all those just like little embers that are just uh, falling off of him throughout the throughout that whole demon, um, that demon look. Just the little, little flaming embers that are just flying off of him throughout that scene. That's now, what sold it for me.
2: Now, was he supposed to be hot to the touch? Because every time in the end, where his brother was like kind of holding him, when right. he touched him, it made this sizzling sound. Yeah. But his brother didn't react as if though as if he was getting burnt by hellfire.
0: The first react, the first time he touched him, I, I swear he reacted yeah. to it. He I did, think, I don't actually think he, acted, he did too. Yeah, it may not have been reacted enough. Um, but then when he's like holding him more, when he's like touching him more and stuff, and he's like dying, I just I just took that as because he's completely cooling off and he's just turning to ash during that, all that. Yeah. So. Right. Oh, spoiler yeah.
2: alert. Yeah. Well, and his brother's what? going through another spoiler alert. His brother's going through full-on detox mode there, so I'm sure he's got Holy some internal God. pain that... Jesus.
1: Those that yeah, nerve endings that are probably me. dead
2: anyway. Oh
1: my I God, was his... like, how the fuck did his brother survive? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, I don't even... It was a lot of drugs. It was a lot of drugs. I don't usually a like lot.
4: those trippy scenes in movies, but this one was just like, oh <gasps> my goodness.
1: Like, it yeah. turned into nature. and Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, when he falls like, rap- to the, a off troll. the couch. We're just spoiler alerting everywhere, but people know that we don't give a shit, so.
4: It's whatever. There's right. it visual <laughs> awesomeness in this movie.
0: I was kind, I kind of worried of... there. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was just, <laughs> you know, did, did you just call me a goathead? Um, <laughs> go
1: ahead. Go <sighs> ahead.
0: I was kind of worried at that moment, like he was killing his brother and no. then that's where the movie was going to go. Cause we just got done seeing what happened to Heather, Heather Graham's character. So I thought, Oh, he's going to fully embrace his everybody. demon side yeah. and it's just going to yeah. turn it. Ah,
2: but he didn't kill her. her. Uh, he didn't kill her. He told no, her. Master film from here on out,
0: but it didn't. I, so I was, I was really grateful for that. I,
1: uh, I totally, maybe I just watched too many murder <laughs> mysteries and detective shows. But I totally knew who the killer was early on. No. Oh. They foreshadowed it so much. Oh, they
4: did, but then they told and as me soon it as wasn't. I
1: saw, But as soon as I saw him wearing the cross, I was like, duh. like I knew. And they showed that fairly early in the movie.
2: I guess I didn't pick just up saying. on that.
1: I'm just, I should be a detective.
3: You're smarter than all of us, just say it. Oh, uh, No, I just watched too. <laughs> Hold on, <much>. now I <laughs> haven't seen the movie. Come on, come on. Oh.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, you haven't been listening, Justin because we have.
3: What? What did you say?
1: What? what? No, who did what?
3: Uh, Go uh, ahead. <laughs> there were four <horror.
1: laughs> I was done. I was just. I thought. I mean, the way they portrayed it, it I was able to predict it. But I watch way too much of that shit, so it might just be me.
4: Well, I like to believe what the movie tells me.
1: I knew it wasn't Harry Potter. It couldn't be Harry Potter. It's
4: not. It's not his name.
1: For sake.
2: God damn! It It might as well be. You should
4: leave. Do you want want him to quit acting and just never act again?
1: No, he's a good actor. He was very good in The Woman in Black as well.
4: And you fucking called him Harry Potter through all that too.
1: It's not. How is he ever? It's uh, not meant to be degrading. It's that. He was so good at playing Harry Potter that I want to congratulate him. And he refers to himself as Harry Potter. I don't know all oh, the dear. time, like in in public, like he, he kinda has a fuck all attitude like fuck you, I'm Harry Potter. Your point is irrelevant.
0: <laughs> Does he do that in the bedroom too? He's like, Hey, call me Harry Potter.
1: I hope so.
2: <laughs> yeah, rub my sorcerer's stone.
1: Uh.
2: Oh. Oh, that was too much. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> hey,
2: God.
1: What? <laughs> good thing I
5: didn't keep
2: okay. going then. Good
5: lord! So anything yeah, I, else I jumped about the you, Mike? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> As I'm watching keep this movie, out. there's th- <laughs> there were three things that I wanted to see happen in this movie. One was I wanted to know who the killer was. It was driving me crazy. I so wanted this to get resolved for him. And what was interesting is like I didn't care. If he li- I mean, I cared about the character, don't get me wrong, but in the end, I didn't care so much whether he lived or died. I was like, if he's going to die in this movie, I want him his name to be cleared. I want to find the killer. Right. The other thing that I really wanted what is, I, is is I wanted the father to know he didn't do it. hmm <clears throat> And then... What's that,
1: what's that actor's name?
0: Yeah, what is that actor's name? Awesome guy. You, uh,
1: hold on. IMDB David Morse. David
0: Morse. He was, he was really from, good. From the Green Mile. So what I, was,
1: I was gonna say the Green yeah. Mile guy, but I didn't want to call him by his movie because mm-hmm. apparently that's that thing. <laughs> <laughs> now that was that was another thing. Does his
2: name get fully cleared of that? Because the cop that was on the scene got his fucking head blown off and then the killer yeah. dies, he turns to Ash, and all that's left is the crackhead brother. Yeah, but the
0: crackhead oh. brother is is the key witness in all this.
2: That just yeah. Not out so of,
0: much of what's happened because no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the ODM. I'm not talking about that. Though I'm talking about like the night of the murder. Because if he would have come forward in the first place, saying that he was the one to give her a ride home that night, yeah. Well,
1: well he would have been accused of the whole thing. Because and
0: and well, there's that too. Because that bloody rock was in his car seat. and He was covered in blood.
1: <laughs> I don't. I think I don't know that he was completely cleared because. Even that, like, his brother's kind of a celebrity is what they imply. Like, I think that people will take his word to a certain point, but it's also his brother. And I think that people will believe um, the girl's father to a certain point as well because he believes him. But justice was served, and I think that's kind of... It's still satisfying, even though you don't know, like... Oh, yeah. If everyone thinks that, you know? Like, plus, it's still satisfying. Plus
4: he gets to be with her again. Oh, Aww.
1: Ah, oh, brother.
0: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was, but for some reason I really just, out of everybody in that town, I really wanted, to, I, I wanted the father to know he didn't do it, and I wanted the, the the main cop guy to know that he didn't do it. Well, the main cop guy knows for a little while anyway.
5: <laughs> he knew for yeah. a second.
0: And he doesn't know anymore. <laughs> no, he doesn't.
2: <laughs> the trees cool. are splattered with his memories. Oh, God.
5: The so one oiler. thing
1: really, that really another spoiler the one thing that really did catch me off guard was the whole sickness thing I did not see that coming that she was like
5: oh yeah right. yeah oh my god that
0: was, was the like moment that. that shook me up it was the
1: more yeah, most she was
4: wasn't like, actually doing this bad shit. thing she was doing a good
1: yeah, thing that completely caught me off guard that was yeah
0: because that was totally on his side during that din- yeah. during a diner scene <laughs> I'm like you bitch right? you know? yeah
1: but then they tell you that and you're like oh uh, my god <laughs> I love her
0: Mm
4: hmm. Sort of. Oh, yeah. Sort of. Well, I mean,
1: yes. you know, what are you going to do in that position?
4: Yep.
1: You have a few choices, and she chose her
4: path.
0: Yep. I'd, I'd choose to grow horns. They did a.
1: Re- huh? yeah. oh, let's, try <laughs> let's try not to spoil too
5: much.
0: Let's <laughs> try not to spoil too much here, especially since Dustin hasn't.
1: Spoil- we spoiled, it. like, the whole fucking but movie, except for who the killer is. It all, is. It all it sounds like,
0: like I you know, know, and, and that's you what you I want to talk about movie. for a second. I just want to talk about that briefly for a second and I thought they did an amazing job misdirecting who the killer actually was You must have been gone when Terry thought it was all so
4: well, obvious well no they
1: did a good job I'm just too awesome
0: that's mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> uh, I'm kidding
0: well you could I would, yeah I, I must have missed that part of the conversation
1: they, they do but direct you're, a you're lot around it There, I mean it was really heavily implicated that his brother was the killer for a long time
0: Yeah, but I didn't buy it for a second, though.
1: Yeah. I never believed that
0: it was a ball.
1: I mean, and they even imply it back through the stories in the childhood, like the flashbacks. A lot of the um, implications kind of started in those stories, even. And they did a really good job of carrying that all the way through both lines of the story. So, yeah, it's... And it wasn't super early on that I knew. Whenever they showed the cross is when I knew. But Whatever.
4: Which is like a minute before they told us. Come on.
1: No, it wasn't. It was. Yeah. Anyway,
4: you're awesome. We, we know it. it.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. We know. <laughs> we all
4: know. <laughs> Horns this is awesome.
0: Yeah, very good. Definitely yeah. recommend it. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about the book because I don't plan on reading it, and I'm really I curious. I'll to read that out. one for sure.
1: I haven't read any of Joe yeah. Hill's stuff, and I've heard good things, so. Hopefully he holds up to Or exceeds his father's reputation That'll be interesting Yep Yep
0: mm-hmm. Yeah mm-hmm. He will always be the little, little kid <laughs> Grounded in his bedroom and creeps, you know.
5: <laughs> was, he, Lawrence. was he actually in that
0: Have We he? sold you on it Dustin? You ready to see it? Or you don't need to see it now
3: because we told you everything uh I was just kind of zoning out. I'm Who still going to watch it. I like I like Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Daniel Radcliffe.
4: Yeah, sure. and there's been a lot of people bitching about the accent, but I don't get that at all. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't have any problem. I was there an accent I didn't even notice well, while I was watching if there was one. He, an American
0: accent. He has an American yeah. accent because he's not talking in his right. own accent.
1: Not his natural. A lot
0: voice. of people are bothered yeah. by it. It seemed natural to me. I I was fine with it, and I, well, weren't you saying, Jason, that people were butt hurt because he's not speaking in his normal voice or whatever, not speaking in his normal accent?
4: It, well, they just had a hard time seeing his face and not hearing his voice that he's b- been known to speak in. So,
0: well, you know what? I could say the same thing about Tim Roth because I watched Reservoir Dogs like four thousand times before I ever found out that you know he has an English accent. But, the first time I ever saw Four Rooms, I'm like, what is he doing? Right, but But there's no answer to that. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah, I didn't. That didn't pull me out at all. I didn't even pay attention.
0: No, I I I mean, I thought it was fine, and bravo for him. I mean, pulling off a really good. I accents are tough, man. And I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't wrap wrap my brain around the idea of having like an English accent and then taking that out for an for an American accent because
1: yeah,
0: we don't think of the way we talk as having accents.
1: Exactly. I've always thought that was crazy too, like and we all yeah, we always think of our dialect as the norm, but all these other people trying to change their normal language and, and tone of voice to ours seems just insane to me for some reason. It's just weird. Some people do it better than others, and I don't think his bothered me at all. Like I don't Cool. I'm kind of shocked that anyone's complaining about that because I honestly don't remember any problems with his voice this whole movie. Whatever. If,
0: wants to, hate. if anybody wants to hear bad <laughs> accents, they need to go see Lou Diamond Phillips try to pull off a Texan accent in the movie Bats. Oh, God. Or
4: Nicolas Cage in an uh,
0: airplane. In anything. Well, yeah, there's
4: that, yeah.
1: Con Air. Con
4: Air, that's the one I, <laughs> I can't fucking see. The book, the the book.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst. That's <laughs> I like the movie, so but. Good, no, it is. <laughs> no, well, how about Keanu Reeves with the Cajun accent and uh, the Devil's Advocate. Oh, oh my god. Well, there you go. Talking. That that gets
0: the oh. award for the worst Stroker's accent of all. Time.
1: Dracula, that was awful. His oh, British yeah. accent. That Keanu, was was Reeves and,
0: so... Keanu Reeves and anything but Bill and Ted. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little early for scripture.
1: Stick to the Surfer, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I kid, I That's love Keanu Reeves. True. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what else? Lots of movies. Yeah, what else? Anybody else got another one they want to bring up? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, did anyone else watch Stage Fright? I did. You did? Oh. Yeah. I oh, didn't like it. Uh-oh. You didn't like it. No? I have a love-hate when it comes a good to tone.
0: <laughs> i have a love hate when it comes to musicals like there's some musicals oh. i'm like this i get this i'm into this this is great and another musicals i'm like oh this is this is painful for me and 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 what, what? stage fright what? was a painful one for me mm-hmm. i'm assuming you liked it
1: i did i enjoyed it why uh, did't you like it mike
0: just some of the some of the repetition in the music just got really grating on me just got some of the musical numbers just Got really, really, really annoying.
1: Have Have you ever see, seen a musical? Because they're pretty repetitious and annoying.
0: No, songs. I know. <laughs> I understand that. This one just was the particular music in this one just did not gel with me this time around. I love yeah, the he's... I love the moments when it's the killer in his little air.
1: Yes, his his metal music. It was pretty awesome. And I can see why Like some of the music wasn't as solid as it could have been. Um, There were definitely some of the singers involved. I was like, uh, they probably could have. Like Even many drivers in the very, very beginning. And she's okay. But there's a reason why she had someone voice over herself in Phantom of the Opera, the movie version. It's because she's not that great of a singer, but um, I don't know. I just like the whole story of it, and it's really cheesy, and it's just—it was a lot of fun. Um, it didn't really get too much on the horror side of things until much later, but um, it was uh, the whole. I mean, the whole thing is that they're they're doing this showing at the very beginning. It's like kind of a flashback, and they're doing performance for this new Broadway hit called "The Haunting of the Opera." <laughs> original, but uh, many drivers performing as like the main person and spoiler alert she gets killed by the opera they don't really call him the Phantom I guess I don't remember what they call him but um, And then you go jump ahead to 15 years or later and her son and daughter are working at a theater camp. And all of these kids come out for the summer, and they're going to do a revival of The Haunting of the Opera. And they're doing it with Kabuki Theater, which is like Japanese traditional theater. And so everything's kind of on its end as far as the Japanese theme goes. And it's just silly. I mean, if you don't like musicals, you'll fucking hate this movie. But I enjoy musicals, and I thought that it was the horror elements were integrated well enough, and it was just kind of fun.
0: There's some elements of the movie that I did like. Um, I liked all of the... I liked the stuff in the third act when, when people were starting to get killed off and the big final battle, you know, not to give any spoilers away, but between who was involved in that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, uh, again, I, I like all those scenes of the killer in his own little lair with the with the heavy rock.
1: Yeah. And, um, oh, we haven't even, guitar like, you didn't even mention that uh, Meatloaf is one of the main characters.
0: Num- music numbers. And some. No Meatloaf jokes, really. They love Meatloaf and no one. That's right. Oh, wow.
1: Well, I miss, like. <laughs> yeah, Mike's
4: in another time zone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said meatloaf something, and then there was a bunch of cracky cracky and no meatloaf jokes. That's (laughs) That's, what I heard. (laughs) Meatloaf is awesome. Yes. There you go. Yes, I agree. Um, Also, I don't know, I've mentioned it on the show before, like, probably forever ago, but the show, which is probably still on Netflix, um, oh shit, what is it? Is it Tet? the book of Pure Evil, uh, what the fuck is it called? Um, oh god, I know what you're talking about. Um, you watched Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Todd in the Book of
0: Pure Evil, yes.
1: The, uh, the girl who is, there are two girls vying for the part of the lead in the play. One is the daughter of Minnie Driver's character or whatever, the main protagonist. And then the other girl. Is one of the main characters from that show, and that was cracking me up as soon as I saw her. I recognized her from that show. Um, So, yeah, that's exciting. If you haven't watched that, you should, because it's hilarious.
0: It does have some really, really funny moments. I i liked the, um, the director character and the stage manager character.
5: Mm hmm. Uh,.
0: just i love the arrogance of the director character and it just kind of cracks me up especially knowing a little bit about the behind the scenes of theater productions right and just how he decides he's gonna go um, kabuki with the concept of the play Mm
1: -hmm. i thought that
0: was really funny and ridiculous
1: well i mean people always you know it was always such a running joke like even when i was in college like everyone was always trying to do like these different like artistic revivals of old shows and they were done in these new ways. And so as soon as they said it was going to be a Kabuki style, I was like, Oh my God, am I in freaking college? Like what? This is, this is what happens. Like people go this overboard and do stupid things.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Oh yeah.
1: So, I mean, like they have to put that much of their own spin on, yeah, it's probably more enjoyable for people who have a bit of a theater background and get. There's a lot of inside jokes for people who are involved in theater for sure. But oh, definitely,
0: yeah, yeah. And
1: the, the um, and the horror. I mean, there's some really cheesy like foreshadowing earlier on, and they don't really get to much of a horror element probably until later. But it's it's just ridiculous, and I loved it.
0: I I, I will say though, with going with the kabuki. Uh, I liked the look of the uh, of the killer's new mask
1: Mhm. for sure I thought it, it worked well with what they were doing but I kind of thought that the main chick at the end in the, the actual play they were doing I thought she was going to fall out of her freaking dress like how did she even hold that up <laughs> like there had to be mounds of tape Directly to her body mm. <laughs> Oh now yeah Everyone's watching now yeah.
2: hmm. <laughs> But the dress does stay up
1: Yeah mind. I'm sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <out. laughs> if you want nudity I know a movie for you Oh yeah. I'm not We'll talk about that later is, is Mike
4: alive? I don't think so. Oh, he's... He said he was kicked off. But we know that it's his computer. There he is. Mm. And that's the second time Mike had grabs.
1: Alright, I think we were finished with Stage Fright. It's fun if you like musicals, but you know, if you don't, you should probably not watch it.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is there another movie somebody wants to start?
5: About? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Sorry, buddy.
5: <laughs>
2: Did anybody on here see Beneath?
1: <laughs> nope.
5: No.
2: Nope. nope. That's
1: on Netflix, though, isn't it? I saw it that is. on there. Nope.
2: Well, then never mind.
1: Did anyone see... I don't know. Um, talking to ones on Netflix that might be more accessible for our listeners. Did anyone watch The Taking of Deborah Logan? Yes. Yes? What would you think know. of that, Dustin?
3: <laughs> she set um, you up. Everybody she gets you. you. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know, I liked it. They were really committed to that uh, documentary theme. Um, It was kind of boring. And I guess in in some parts predictable. I guess, you know, I think I've told you guys this before. I'm kind of done with the whole possession scene. It's just, it's, it doesn't, they don't scare me really at all anymore. I feel like with, you know, uh, I can't even think of a, What's the fucking movie? The goddamn movie. <laughs> the movie. The uh, yes, The Exorcist. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, I the like, uh... it's the movie. <laughs> you you can't remember, remember that one? The
2: one about exorcisms and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Now> the one.
3: <laughs> yeah, it just seems like ever since that one, it just really—it's hard to get scared. Um,
1: well, I really this one though is. A little bit different for me though. Just, I like the whole idea. Like, it's a found footage film, um, but it starts a little differently in that they're going, this film crew is going to um, do a kind of documentary style thing on Alzheimer's research. And this older woman um, is inflicted with Alzheimer's and she's <coughs> starting to kind of fall victim to some of the later phases, and they're filming her. And some of it gets a little strange. It's not quite so Alzheimer'sy symptoms, and it ends up turning into this whole other deal. But I liked the whole setup of that in that you know it was treated completely as Alzheimer's at first. I thought that was kind of creative and um, but I mean even it does turn into a bit of a possession flick, but it was a little I don't it was different than a lot of possession films that I see. Um, just the way the way that it was done and the ending was definitely a little different than what I'd seen and they had some really cool effects there at the end that I liked but I don't know I thought it, I thought it was really good I enjoyed it I'm not over possession films I still enjoy them they don't really suspend my my disbelief necessarily but I can still enjoy them for what they are Yeah
3: yeah I mean it was it was a neat movie, and it seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere. Um I didn't see any trailer about it, and I didn't see any uh, you know any information or articles about it, you know, saying how good it was. and yeah. it was it was decent. And I, I wish they would have you know, because the way it's supposed to be filmed is like a documentary. and they're really committed to the documentary editing style there at the beginning. Um right, you know, talking yeah. to the camera and you know, doing an interview and they stick with it. And I think if if you were making a documentary, which this was supposed to be like, it would continue to go on and be and, and be edited like through yeah. a, like a documentary. And near the end it becomes less like a documentary and found footage and more just like a regular movie. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm sure that's how you're gonna build that tension and build what they show at the end there, which is pretty fucking crazy. But yeah. it just it, it's it, it's weird because I think it would have been really neat if they would have kept with that documentary style filming and kept it that way. I think it could have been, if done right, maybe even more scary than than what it was. And then just kind of ignoring that editing style. But you know, that, that's just me though.
1: No, I th- that's a good point. I hadn't even really thought about that. Yeah, it's very documentary-ish because I mean they've even got for the beginning they have you know they list people's names on the film and Mm -hmm. they go into the regular interview and it's edited all nice and then as shit starts hitting the fan they kind of get looser with the filming and it gets more raw and I guess it's supposed to shake you a bit because I didn't even really think about it while I was watching it but now that you bring it up I can see why would why you would say that because there were I mean there were people at the end of this that could have edited it to make it all one documentary sort of style, right? Which probably, right. yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. like. If they would have done that, I think it would have been even more impactful. I agree, but <laughs> I, I did still, I still enjoyed it. But I think you're right. Like, it would have made it really. It would have been awesome if they would have followed through the entire film with that for sure.
0: Anybody else see it? I did not.
2: Okay, it's I'm gonna pretty try to it, but just didn't have.
0: Yeah, I saw it, and yeah. I thought it was decent enough. I thought it was okay. Um, it just kinda of was just at the end of the day it's kinda of forgettable forgettable for me. Not that it was bad or anything. I mean, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but I honestly can't remember a stitch about it right now, so
3: I thought the the, the, the Deborah Logan character was excellent. Yeah. I thought she did a really actress. good job.
1: It's not often that you see like really strong, like older Women and men like performing well in horror movies like that. That's true.
3: She she was really sweet, and she uh, seemed genuine about her condition, like as if she was really somebody who had that disease. And uh, so was her daughter. The, the 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 woman who played her daughter seemed like uh, um, you know the the perfect character for that. Um, okay. But like Mike said, there's some things there that just yeah, really i you know that are for, forgettable. And I, and I don't know if it's if it's if it's pacing or what, but um, there's just a few minor issues with it that that make it not 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 great. But I I did enjoy it when I watched it.
4: I think I like the poster artwork.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, she looks like that in the movie. Oh fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like slowly degrades into this nastiness. Yeah. Kind of awesome. Which is
0: always kind of the cool thing when it comes to. The possession-y films, or when, it, yeah. um, or like a body horror film, just watching the the deterioration of of a normal looking human being into this monster or this oddity, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff I dig when it comes to possession movies, or or again body horror movies or what have you.
3: For sure. Yeah, let's let's get onto the waller, wall wall, uh, wall wall walrus in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a
0: tusk, huh? We're gonna get into tusks. Let's do it. Yeah. Everyone's seen that, right? Here?
1: Oh yeah. Yep. Okay,
0: good. This may be interesting, I have a feeling.
3: What was the start? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should test the water first. Loved it. Me too. Yeah, loved I
1: mean, it. I think we all loved it. <laughs> it was—it
3: was like welcoming a good yeah.
1: friend
2: back because Kevin Smith. It feels like he's back.
1: <laughs> Did anyone not like it? Is that nice? I it's didn't weird not voice. like it. It's just—I'm not
4: sure it was as good as everybody. I don't know. It
1: wasn't my favorite of his
3: films. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily oh, I... say it's my favorite of the year either. But it was.
4: Guess I didn't. I mean, just on its own merit, I—I I don't know. I. I I, Mike and I talked about it a little bit, and we—I just—I had a little trouble with the pacing and how quickly he
0: was turned into a walrus. <laughs> it just happened so fast. Yeah, and, and I agree with them on that. It does. Yet at the same time, I worry too if they did linger on the whole procedure too long, then it would just be like a um, torture porn film.
3: Yeah, yeah. Which
0: so it was nice to see something that. Could easily turn into Like a torture porn film But not go that route
5: Yeah
0: So But I, I, I Again I agree with you Jason that It, it kind of seemed like It went from point A To point Z Really fast
4: But we should not We should have just Talked for a while About how
2: much you guys Loved it Oh we'll definitely I'm oh.
0: going to gush About this movie
2: Don't worry Well I just um, have to ask Each one of you When was the last time You transformed a human being Into a walrus <laughs> <laughs> Not lately Yeah Then you Then you have no timetable On how long it would take <laughs> Because yeah.
4: he's obviously practiced it before; or that was established. Right. He tried it many times, and
2: he's a master it, of his craft. There's no
4: possible way that, with all those incisions, he would have gotten infection. And well, and yeah. Then, I mean, yeah. we I
0: think I where, Jason, where Jason's coming from on It's just like you have those couple of moments when he's when he is transforming into a walrus, but it's just like, oh shit. And I, and I also kind of thought about martyrs a little bit when I was watching this movie because one of the things that really bugs me about martyrs. Has always has always gone under my skin about martyrs is that point of no return yeah for for your protagonist mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like maybe we were cheated out of that point of no return for justin long because you you get you the cool thing like he wakes up and is like oh crap there's a leg gone and then the next thing is like oh crap his arms are being sewn together and then it's just full-on walrus after that so it almost feels like it kind of jumps that moment for me of like of watching watching him lose his total humanity. Um, physically I mean we obviously get to see more of that on the emotional side but um, on the physical side uh kind of feels like it, it kind of jumped it a little bit is that kind of where your thought process is on that Jason yeah
4: yeah yeah totally but oh man I love Justin Long he's so good I love everything in the movie other than that I mean podcasters those crazy kids
2: <laughs> yeah who does that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I loved the
4: three kids. They Their acting was great. And a little twist about on it was great. And the stories, you know, with the friend and stuff. And, he, you know, you're being sympathetic towards Justin Long through half of it. And then you find out he's kind of the jerk. And then you're like, I don't know anymore. And it was good.
0: I thought the walrus suit
3: was disgusting and creepy as hell. Yeah, was, and that's a lot of, um, from what I was reading, that's why a lot of people were throwing this movie under the bus was that they said the walrus suit looked fake and, and not real. <laughs> How the <laughs> fuck are we going to know what right. somebody looks <laughs> like transformed into a walrus? Like, <laughs> that looked pretty damn good. Like yeah,
2: nobody, nobody would have <laughs> sewed the person's face on there. Yeah, the yeah.
0: See, I don't know. Are, are people hung up because they think he's, like, completely transformed? I mean, they, we all understand, right? He is wearing a walrus suit. Yes, there's part of his body that's been physically altered to replicate a walrus, but he's wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit made of human skin to make him look like a walrus. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's, that's what I would understand.
1: Right. yeah. And is that
0: what people are getting hung up on? Or are they thinking that he's just full-on walrus? Where's you all get the other
4: w- skin coming from,
0: then? I thought it was, that's all him. I thought it
4: was
3: from other drifters, because you see blacks. Oh, yeah, he's,
0: I think yeah. it's referenced at some point by um, Guy Lapointe, or whatever his name is. Guy yeah, Lapointe. Um, that he, uh, that, yeah, that drifters and stuff are yeah, he's but, been killing those. Two yeah, for but the skin.
4: no. Well, I thought it was that they were they were being killed and they were being transformed separately. Not he was adding up skin, but well, he was because there's that one in the bottom already. Like that was yeah, another drifter. Yeah. Like each drifter gets yeah, there's being a walrus, not.
1: But then there's also Michael Parks's uh, whatever. What is his name? Howard something. Howard Ho. How? Uh, yeah. How Howie. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's got his own walrus suit, as we see in the film. Yeah. So, I mean, there was extra skin acquired for that.
0: And the so, first time you see Justin Long in the suit, there's a full-on face on right, the side of the but suit. Those yeah.
1: Oh, on the
4: side of the suit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see
0: that. A la Leatherface's mask in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. where if you look at it close enough, you can see another nose on the side of the head or whatever. There's a full-on face on the side of this walrus suit that Justin Long is wearing.
1: Yeah, I had assumed that it was a collection of skin because there's no way that a human skin could cover the same amount of area as a walrus. I mean...
0: And there's there's just, one point in the movie that almost looks like a movie flub, and it probably was, but they kept it in to try to sell it that it's a suit, is that when he first put, puts face Justin... Face
4: in, yeah.
0: Well, when he first put, puts Justin Long in the water and he's trying to hold him up and the whole suit kind of buckles over the top of Justin's Long's, Justin Long's head.
3: Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've yeah. that too.
0: Yeah. That almost looks like a flub, and I don't know if it is or not, but um, I think it's just another way of selling that, you know, hey, this is just a suit. But then at the same time, it's like, OK, I get that he's mentally gone and he's in this mental home at the end. Sorry, spoiler alert. But why is he still wearing the goddamn suit? <laughs>
2: because he went full walrus. He did, yeah. Full walrus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, just, I just want to meet the medical, professionals. the medical professionals that think it's OK to keep him in this suit
5: while he's in yeah, this mental home.
1: <laughs> that was one thing that bothered me a little bit. Like, I don't know, I would either seek medical help or like put him out of his misery. Like, well, why would
3: you leave him there? Th- that's that's the step he well, took. He's not he there. He's, in a, he's yeah. in a mental hospital
0: at the end, right?
3: Well, yeah, he is. But what I and mean, what I was saying is that he's he's already taken that that mental leap of becoming the walrus because he kills. Right. You know, spoiler alert, he kills him, which pretty much sets him over the edge, which they, they're almost like there is no going back from. Like, once he's there, he's... Like, that was
0: the point of no return mentally.
3: Yes. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I... Anybody in that suit, if they were in their right mind, would get the fuck out of it.
2: <laughs> well, I've got a feeling that the, the suit on him is probably a bit more attached than the one that uh, the guy had. Well, oh, it has to be.
1: Well, yeah,
0: it's it has confused, to be in some yeah. regard. Yeah, because if you look at the face, like it's that's that's so where it wrong. could be confusing. Because what's that, Jason? Yeah,
4: because it looks blended to his face.
0: It's yeah. completely mm-hmm. blended to his face. You're absolutely right. So that's where I think it could be misleading and confusing. Because I mean, even if they just did some of those some of those stitches on the side of his face or something to sell that, but it, it's completely blended to his head. So. Yeah because I was looking. I mean, when I see a crazy-ass makeup effect like that, I'm, I'm looking at seams. I'm looking at every detail of it. That's just me. You know, and it's... And, the and it didn't look like were... just a
4: big rubber suit. What's that? It didn't look like a, just a big rubber suit.
5: It looked kind you of had fleshy. had a boner
4: for that walrus, and I mean...
0: It looked really fleshy to me. The only thing that I could swear maybe a couple of the shots, and I don't know why they would have done this, but... Uh, a couple of the shots it kinda looked like to me the stitch work was also foam latex and not actual like stitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you buy, say, like a leather face mask at the Halloween store. The it's, parts or, it's not actual yeah. thread, it's just part of the part of the mask. And that's kinda what some of the stitching looked like to me. I may be wrong, but some of the shots it looked it didn't look like it was actual stitch work.
3: Right. I agree with that too. And uh, I mean it looked good, but when it moved, when it shook <laughs> yeah. yeah, is when it kind of is when it you could tell as well. I tried but. hard
4: to let it go. I did. I tried real hard,
0: you know, and just accept it for the concept and yeah, let it be that. I mean, I don't know. There's just always been something about Kevin Smith movies that just always seem to kind of connect and click with me. It doesn't matter which one, which one sure. it is, you know. And and I honestly can't explain why. Just something about his writing style. I just I just connect with on on a, on a level. And so there's a lot of things I could, there's a lot of things I could bitch and moan about this movie about. But at the end of it, I just I really enjoyed it and I really latched onto it and connected with it and just can't wait to watch it again. So,
1: yeah, I, uh, I love.
0: Oh, oh no, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was just I love the scene um, when they're at the dining table. Yeah. First. And he gets up and he gets up for and scares the shit out of Justin Long and. Oh yeah. And then they're just like screaming. I mm-hmm. was about ready right to pee my pants. Was <laughs> See, it, was like, it.
5: Yeah. it was like
1: terrifying, yet hilarious at the same time, but I it was madness. Stop laughing. Yeah. yeah, it was just crazy. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, it was awesome.
0: And that's the thing, and I think maybe that's where maybe some people get butt hurt because there is a lot of comedy in this movie, and it really feels like the movie kind of shifts gears more towards the comedy in the second half, which is which could be kind of like disappointing after such such a disturbing setup for the first half like you said michael park kills it yeah that was kind of a no shit moment even for me like i was like when he stood up i'm like oh shit he's not in a wheelchair you know (laughs) so i got i got sucked into it as well you know so but that final battle between the two walruses it's pretty comical
5: oh yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) so funny Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and you're talking the
0: final climax of the movie and it turns into this like comical fight between yeah. two human walruses.
1: No I kind of like I was surprised that it took a more comical turn toward the end as well. like I was expecting it to get kind of crazy toward the end. and I mean and then you kind of integrate um, Lapointe yeah um, into it and he's just completely comical the entire time. yeah um,
0: yeah, really, really hilarious yet. Yes. I loved every moment he was on, on the screen. Oh, my
1: God. That scene between um, him and Parks. Oh, oh the
3: flashback. Oh so good. Yes. Are you that serious? Scene was Honestly, so I'm going to tell you. That was awful. <laughs> that stopped the movie dead. We did not oh. need that scene. It it yielded nothing to oh. the story. Everything he says after that scene. Oh, my God. That scene was awful. Really? I'm Dustin, sorry, guys. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll agree with you. Cinematically, that scene is, is pointless and, and drags the movie to a stop a screeching halt I totally agree with you cinematically speaking yeah. but I loved the whole scene I enjoyed it and yeah. I have a feeling it's one of those moments yeah. Yeah. that Kevin Smith is like see I got Johnny Depp here and Michael Parks I'm just gonna roll the camera and walk away and spoiler see what happens
1: alert. spoiler oh, alert sorry, spoiler sorry.
0: yeah which I didn't know kind of, I didn't know I didn't know the he movie. was gonna be
1: in this either
0: I did not I realize that, that was soon him soon oh I didn't realize at all until well no. after the movie was over
1: yeah no I knew it was him as soon as I saw him I'm like what the fuck is Johnny Depp in this movie what i hadn't heard that he was going to be in it and i think that they didn't really advertise the fact that it was him Uh like he was just sort of an extra sort of a thing thrown in there and they disguised him well enough that it's it's kind of difficult to tell you know but i i don't i love that scene i guess it didn't throw me off maybe i was just mesmerized because it was so awesome parks was so funny it's the a great act scene name. Between yeah. two
0: amazing Amazing actors Yes So good an Amazing scene But Where it's at in the movie Yeah uh, It does <laughs> Drag the story To a screeching halt I don't know I loved it I laughed my ass off Oh yeah When he's like
2: There's yeah. a spider In the shitter You're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna go in there And shoot that spider
0: <laughs> Johnny Depp Trying to rationalize Well I'm not authorized To
1: <laughs> yes, I'm not authorized To help you Yeah <laughs> That he has such a good Cajun accent. That mm. kind of reminded me of his role in uh, Twin Peaks a little bit. He's kind of got that Southern draw on that show. Michael Parks. Wow, oh, is that
0: where everybody has a boner for Michael Parks from? You we
1: get, talked like, about this the last time. Yeah, I,
0: I know it still boggles my mind. You know? Like it just kind of seems like for me, yeah. he comes out of nowhere. Comes but you got nowhere. people. You got people who are huge fanboys for him that keep like that have given him this like extra new career that now I've discovered him. You know, thanks to like Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith. Now I love yeah. the guy, but before those two brought him on board in their films, I had no frame of reference to the guy.
1: Twin Peaks.
0: Should probably go watch it.
1: Oh my god! You should all watch Twin Peaks because it's coming back, bitches. <laughs> I'm excited. Even though I wasn't really old enough to watch it when it first came out, it's on Netflix. Haley
4: Joel, he's good.
1: Yeah, you I don't see him up. in anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah,
2: he's still I a good remember. actor. Why is yeah. that a thing?
1: I just, yeah, I don't know if he's chubby? anything in a while. I think
2: it's because of his creepy tiny face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All like the of them fa- but his face grew up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did, he
5: does I had, have a young
2: face. For I had sure. a less, I had less of a problem with the walrus suit than I did with his face. <laughs> 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 that really took me out of the movie. I'm like, they should have done something with that. <laughs> why, did you, why did they CGI like uh, his face to look like his face in
0: Six Sense? What's going on? What is? What is can't I use can't even things? remember
1: the last thing I saw him in,
0: though. He's been doing a lot of independent stuff. He he's actually been working a lot lately, which is really good. He's got I can't remember the name of the of the movie, but there's a movie that is getting a lot of in, buzz in the independent world. Um, where he where he plays a, uh, I think a um a middle school teacher. Um, he's new to the job and he's found out that nobody's teaching. The kids in the school about sex education and he takes it upon himself to teach teach sex ed to the kids but he's still a virgin himself so he doesn't know anything that he's talking about and it's getting a lot of good buzz i wish i could remember the name of the movie
1: is it maybe sex ed
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe what are you doing on imdb right now yeah okay yeah that's a film
1: called sex ed so i'm assuming that's probably (laughs) what it is
3: yeah does it have legs coming into the frame and he's like behind a desk with a chalkboard behind him and it says, This is gonna be the best summer ever <laughs> it's not I, I honestly
1: think the last thing I saw him in before this movie was probably like secondhand lions. Like Oh
0: yeah.
1: yeah it's been a long time.
0: I know he he's done a lot of disappear. I know he's done a lot of voice work too. Voice, was, work, you know, yeah,
1: person, voice work, yeah, but in
0: person.
1: You don't really see him.
0: He's finally getting out there, which is nice. So it's good. Yeah,
1: he's a good actor.
0: He's a good actor. <laughs> I was looking at um, trivia on Tusk, and there was some trivia about how, um, you know, how Kevin Smith is really anti Bruce Willis after Cop Out because they did not get along on Cop Out, but <laughs> Justin Long, Kevin Smith, Haley Jo Osmond, um, and Michael Parks have all been in movies with Bruce Willis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess that, yeah, that, that's weird.
0: Does anybody listen to, uh, Kevin Smith podcasts and all besides me?
1: Smodcast? Yeah. No. I like how, um... I don't know if you guys watched through the credits at all, but they play at the yep. end of the credits. They play mm-hmm. at least a portion of the podcast where this whole story was made up, and I yeah. listened through that, and I'm like, "Wow, no wonder this movie is so fucking ridiculous." Just a couple
4: of stone guys
0: talking, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, laughing like,
0: hysterically at the whole third act of the movie. Just
1: yeah, yeah just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, anybody who's a fan of, of any of the uh, podcasts that Kevin Smith does, he he has a lot of nods to the different podcasts throughout throughout the movie. Um, Justin's long Justin Long's ringtone um, in the on his phone in the movie is from uh, Hollywood Babylon. Is this is a song they play all the time in Hollywood Babylon? And there's there's all kinds of stuff like that throughout the entire movie. Little.
1: Kind of awesome that, um, and a little
0: annoying at the same time.
1: I love that he, the um, the podcast's name was The Nazi Party.
5: <laughs>
1: that was just setting up so many jokes for the entire yeah. movie. No, no, spell I it.
4: Spell, just... it. Gotta spell it. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> you got to spell it. Oh, I do, because up, my up, podcast yeah. is the Not-N-O-T-C-S-E-E Party. <laughs> but when you say it, it's like, you know, some crazy Germans, but... There's so many jokes pertaining to, you know, Nazis in Germany and people getting offended and I love the guy at the airport in this movie, like that entire exchange between Justin Long and the oh, guy at great. the airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a really really fun scene, but so many jokes. Just it's so silly,
3: but wasn't that Epic Mealtime question. guy?
1: Yeah. Oh really?
0: Yep. At least that I've read, I have no idea who Epic Mealtime Guy is. <sighs> like well because i recognized it, i'm like this guy seems like so familiar but he's buried under that beard i'm not sure who he is so i did some research found out he's this youtube guy called epic mealtime guy or whatever
3: just watch one of their videos and understand why it's called epic
0: mealtime i'll have to definitely check it out nice
4: i don't know about you guys but we're all podcasters watching this movie and when he's in that scene where he's talking to his old lady about all the money that they make off of ads and shit i'm like mike why the fuck <laughs> are we
0: making that kind of money? Because. What the fuck? Uh, because Rufy Pudding Pops, you guys throw a fit when we get those kind of sponsors, so <laughs> shit, I can't fucking win around here. Get paid in stolen identities.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. I don't want enough. My crude Podcast is pretty
5: crude.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we're trying to stand out in a of sea of billions of podcasts, so if you had a pre if we had a prename like Kevin Smith attached to us then we would probably start getting some sponsors too mm-hmm. so and this movie is also part one of a, a trilogy that he's doing a Canadian trilogy you guys hear, hear that what? hear about that yeah next no. one's called co- next one's co- yogurt hosers
1: oh I knew about that movie yeah. yeah
0: which I'm still confused on what it's supposed to be about.
1: I, I it origi- involves the two girls from the convenience store, his daughter yeah. and Johnny Depp's daughter.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah, if you didn't know, the two girls in the convenience store, one was Kevin Smith's, the other one was Johnny Depp's daughter. Um, <laughs> the exact re- sentence that Terry just said. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was the exact sentence that Terry just said. <laughs> oh, That's what I just said. <laughs> oh. That is what you just said. Okay. Sorry, right, uh, right, Mike. You can uh, have the credit. Thanks. You're so, welcome. of all the times for me not to cut out, right? Okay. Right. But I originally heard Yogur Hoser's is supposed to be kind of a female Canadian clerks with those two. But then I also heard Yogur Hoser's is about, is the continuing adventures of what's-his-face, Guy LaPoint, whatever. is What is this character's name? Am I saying it right? Yeah, that's right.
1: Guy LaPoint.
0: Okay, Guy Lapointe. Um, and, and, it, and it's a monster movie. It's got apparently a monster in it or something. Cool. Where... Jason Mewes plays the bad guy and then when he turns into a monster apparently, then it's Kevin Smith playing the monster. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I know. And then the third one Dustin, you're going to love this. The third one in the trilogy is right now tentatively called Moose Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Jaws? So I can only assume it's a Canadian Jaws movie with a moose instead of a shark. (laughs) I can only hope anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be freaking awesome. I want to see a killer moose movie. So bad.
1: Well, the uh, the tentative plotline on IMDb for Yoga Hosers says uh, two teenage yoga enthusiasts team up with a legendary manhunter to battle with an ancient evil presence that is threatening their major party plans. <laughs>
4: Have you been saying yoga? Yoga? Yeah, okay. Mike's been saying yoga.
1: Yoga.
5: I'm putting a Canadian in, accent. Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: Meditation Slash exercise okay. <laughs> uh, Yogurt hosers
0: yeah. Gross. Gross The other the other part of the movie um, And I just want to say again I love this movie but Another part of the movie that I was calling BS on Was uh, when, when Guy LaPointe Is doing his detective work And they go to the freaking gas station And he takes the pad and does the pencil scribble thing And I'm like come on Like first of all <laughs> First of all, and everybody was just so amazed that uh, that it worked. Like, if they've never seen this done in a movie before, they don't watch movies in Canada. And but beyond that, like, they have not used that pad before or since. Um, Justin Long wrote on it. Like, why was there not like five hundred inventions on the paper that he scribbled on? Man, and I swear, as
1: soon as I watched that, I watched that same exact scenario happened in another show or movie that I watched like the next day I was like really how overplayed is this charcoal to the paper after someone's written on it like really does this is this actually work when you in Mythbusters on this shit
0: I'm, I'm, I'm going to claim that this is a um, writing uh, we've written ourselves into a corner we're not smart enough to do the actual detective work to get our characters from point A to point B so let's just say something was written on a piece of paper and we'll scribble on it with pencil
2: Oh, and they even made a joke about that They are like, they did that in the Big Lebowski And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's
5: actually oh, where yeah. I learned this they did say that. That's right, they yeah. did say that <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I forgot that <laughs> oh.
4: The time frame awesome. in this story is
0: Very vague and loose Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to yeah. Have a, bit, a better grasp on Because you would think that the stuff Between Parks and Justin Long Are several days If not weeks or months but yeah. like the stuff with the other characters, feels like everything happens within a few da- within a couple days.
1: Yeah, I had that problem when I was watching it. I thought that the stuff between Long and Parks was more like a few weeks, maybe, and yeah. the rest seemed to happen in a few days. And it didn't it didn't really glue well with me across the board. But I guess I was forgiving because I still enjoyed it. Cool.
3: Cool cool movie uh, bro
0: yeah anything else anybody else has, has to say about Tusk Nerp. Nope. Oh, I feel like we should talk about full, it more full walrus
4: yes
1: walrus yes <laughs>
4: oh yeah that's what it was uh. <laughs> yep love so it so stoners can get something done
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> straight Lesson lesson we've learned. Stars can get something done. Any other movies anybody want to talk about, or should we start getting into our top tens? Um, what about uh, Dead Snow 2? Did anyone watch
1: that?
0: I didn't get a chance to. That was the next one. Really? That was literally the next one I was going to watch.
1: Did anyone else? I did not. No? Oh, that one? Sorry. Dead Snow 2? I, No. <laughs> Dustin, you didn't either.
3: No, I I started to, but it wasn't translating. So.
1: Oh no. yeah, that's right. You told me you were having problems with
3: that. So well, damn
1: it! Listen. I won't talk about it.
3: Trailer it was really looked good. amazing.
0: It did. It is
1: so yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Is, it actually... is it really good? Compared to Dude. the first. Compared to the first one.
1: Yes, compared to the first one, I I liked it at least twice as much as the first one. I like oh, this
0: one. Okay, I love the first one.
1: Yeah. No, I. Uh, it's hilarious. And it's one of those that picks up right after the first movie as well. But then it goes in a completely different direction. It's just hilarious.
0: It's the same director, right, Of the as the first one?
1: Oh, I'm not sure so. on that.
0: I think so. And if it is, did you guys know that the director, this director also directed that um, Hansel and Gretel movie with that guy who plays Hawkeye?
1: Oh. Oh, uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh,
0: Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Yeah.
1: No, it looks like it is the same guy that did both of them cool mm-hmm. yeah i loved it yeah and it features it has um oh, what the fuck's his name <laughs> one of the nerd guys from nah fucking like the judd apatow movies and shows I'm trying to remember what his name is uh martin star do you know who that is no he's in like super bad and this is the end and knocked up and He's no. like that one that's kind of always in the background with like big bottle nose glasses.
0: Yeah, he's in Freaks and Geeks. Oh, not the guy. Okay, that's oh. what I was gonna say the guy from Freaks and
1: Geeks. Okay. I love yeah, that guy. yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's in it. He plays a pretty predominant part. It's there's a lot of it that's in in foreign language, so you need subtitles for a lot of it. But there's also a lot of it that's also in English. It kind of switches back and forth.
4: He's it. an adventure I land a lot it. too, right?
1: Sorry. Huh? He's in, Adventure in Adventureland. Yeah. Yeah,
4: for Adventure sure. Love. Yep. love that guy. All right, I'll watch it. I want to. It's so
1: good. You, you should. I'm sad that no one else watched it. I won't talk about it. I'll be
0: honest. But. I'm sad that I didn't get a chance to watch it either, because it's the first one, again, it's another one of those movies like, this is this is my cup of tea. You know, this is like, these are the type of movies I want to see, you know? so And I end up watching movies like Alien Abduction instead. so <laughs>
1: I like just uh, I want to tell you guys about it, but I don't want to spoil anything. But it has a lot to do with um, the guy at the end of the first movie. Like there's a guy that's getting away. You know well, what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one, I mean, the one I who hits I... his girlfriend in the head with the axe on accident.
5: Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. He's the main character, like one of the main characters in this film.
0: Nice. Well, I, I thought I'd heard it. Almost kind of takes off where the last ones ended.
1: For sure. Yeah. Like right, off, right off. Okay.
5: Of it
0: like he's
1: running away after he accidentally hits his girlfriend spoilers if you haven't seen the first one you're a little late but whatever (laughs) um (laughs) uh and he's running to his car to escape from the nazi zombies and it takes off from there and it just gets
4: fucking crazy
1: it gets weird right away and it's awesome i loved it a lot of fun Cool. Much more comedy,
0: much more comedy, I think, than the first one. As long as there's not another sex scene in an outhouse, I'll be okay.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: There's not. Well, there, oh thank I don't God. think I don't think there's any sex scenes in this one. Well, part. then forget it. I'm sorry.
0: I just don't want to ever see anything involving an outhouse ever again after the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's
1: God. a little gross.
5: But
0: she put gross. his fingers in his in oh, her okay. mouth. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs> All right. Why? Just just watch Dead Snow 2 Red vs. Dead Because it's awesome
2: I guess I don't see what the big deal about the sex scene In the outhouse Derek grew up <laughs> I on a farm what? <laughs>
1: They
2: make Listerine
0: oh. Derek yeah, is revealing re- re- a lot about himself I don't,
1: think, I don't think they did I don't think they did I grew well, up on a farm too We had an outhouse that we could use If we had to Not that we did Unless we Red really changed in there <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sad no one watched it because I want to talk about it, but whatever.
0: That's okay. Anybody watch Sharknado 2? I watched that one. Oh, oh instead yeah. Instead of it. Ted Snow 2
1: I wasn't oh, a huge fan of the first one. Oh, it's awesome. Has
2: it's it had awesome. Tiffany Shepeth in it. That that sold me right there. I don't remember her in it. She got killed on the boat. Oh, real?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. I, remember I do like the
1: tagline, the second one. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah.
0: There's stuff that goes on in this movie that clearly they just didn't give a shit. Yeah. And it's awesome.
2: Like, how long was that goddamn shark in the air that had uh, Tara Reed's hand in her mouth? You mean... Her hand that got bit off at the wrist
0: but is like almost all the way up to the elbow and they pull it out of the shark's mouth.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's still <laughs> holding
2: the gun. Yeah. It's still the gun. Fantastic. <laughs> Probably the greatest plot twist of all or plot device of all time. <laughs> and then he takes the wedding ring off of the Oh gosh. I mean it's classy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, definitely something. You know, it's, the thing is like I, I could sit there and watch this, and I had no problems. I was able to laugh and you know, like mildly enjoy it. But then I sit back and watch VHS viral, and I'm like, "Fuck this piece of shit!" Jesus! <laughs> I know, right? Oh, know, right? oh What's yeah, wrong with oh yeah, this? like that would really happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sharknado too. I'm I'm all on board. I just love the amount of cameos
0: in this movie of people that have lowered themselves to be in a Sharknado movie.
2: Yeah. So, so but I awesome. mean, after the first, the first one was such a huge hit. Mm-hmm. So why not? Why not attach your name to that? Oh else? hell, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But
4: that's why I boycotted the second one. Once I knew they didn't uh, cast Justin back in the second one. I, I just like, to
0: forget it. it. Yeah, Justin got bumped for Jared the Subway Sandwich guy. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but Jared the Subway Sandwich guy is in the movie. And Mark McGrath. And Mark McGrath. <laughs> the Subway Sandwich guy is eating a Subway Sandwich in a subway
2: station.
1: Get it? What? Yeah. Oh my There's god.
2: There's a pun in there, I'm sure of it. Yeah.
1: Something.
2: <laughs> Al Roker's in it. Mm hmm. And fucking. Sugar Ray
0: Bismarcky's in it that was the greatest performance <laughs> I've ever uh, seen if you thought Bismarcky was a horrible singer wait till you see him act man Oh, uh-huh. uh, he had like three lines but it felt like it, he it was like 20 it was painful
1: man, you guys are so selling me on not having to watch this movie just tell me all the good parts and just I'm, just I'm content it. just watch it Ow. I fell asleep during the first one it was so boring what
2: the guy from Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero, rides a shark. A rides on top yeah. of the shark like yeah. a warrior.
1: I didn't even. I didn't watch Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero.
0: Terry gets her armpit off, and then in the third act, attaches a buzzsaw to the stump. Hmm. Uh, and it worked for like Terry. I don't know. I,
1: I lost okay. interest after Justin Beam wasn't on it.
0: Yep. It's okay, Tara. Tara Reed is barely in the second one, and when she is in the second one, she's barely conscious. So it's okay.
2: So she's playing Tara Reid, yeah, exactly. She's playing yeah, exactly. Fantastic acting job.
0: Ah. All right. So should we maybe start moving on to our actual lists here? Is it that time? Is, or is there the any us. All right. Well, I say let's do it. <laughs> let's take a let's take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time to hear the top ten horror movies of 2014 from the cast of Attack on the Killer podcast. We'll be right back. And we are back. So, who wants to go first and go through their top ten?
1: Not it. I'll do it,
0: Jason. All right. Okay. And let's do it. Let's do it the right way. Let's be suspenseful about it. Start with ten and work your way down to one. Okay. Um, for my list. I, right at first, I was like,
4: oh shit, I don't have enough movies. <laughs> but then I squeaked out a couple more. So there might be some you guys might give me shit about, but they, I think that they all count. Um, but I only had one film that I didn't like out of these 11 films from 2014, horror films. Anyway, I'll start with the ones I liked. Um, number 10, Sino Evil 2.
0: This is your top your top 10? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. So awesome.
4: That's my number 10.
0: I didn't think you cared for it too much after we watched it.
4: No, I thought it was totally fine. Like, not... I didn't hate it, so I wouldn't... Yeah. Not I put mean, it on my shit list, but... It's number 10, you know? Like,
0: yeah. I mean, it's a generic... I mean, generic. I really enjoyed it, but it's just a generic slasher. Just, there's nothing, nothing why new or... Which is why I would take it any day over...
4: I'm just not into ghost movies, and there's a bunch of those now, or... Yeah, Like Dustin true. said, the possession things, there's just a lot of them, and it's not my yeah. thing, but... A, a generic slasher one still is fun to me because it's slasher, so yep uh number nine uh tusk uh, it was way down there wow and, and, i mean that's, I, I like the yeah, the first half was awesome i I thought that just to say again the the I thought the dialogue was actually really fucking great, like uh, I love Michael Parks and the way he talked and and his dialogue was so smart and cool and interesting and yeah. But just what? the second
0: time. That, uh, that early scene when he drugs Justin Long and he's sitting there telling stories, I could have watched an hour and a half yeah! of that. Those two just yeah. sitting there and Michael Parks telling stories. It's good.
4: And like, you, anyway uh, stories and
5: stuff.
4: Yeah. And good. I should know, not you know, like... I, maybe I just hoped that it would stay serious, but I should have known. I needed to know that it wasn't going to, so... But it was still good. Um, number eight. Uh, I'm surprised Mike didn't talk about it because I know it's high on his list, but um, I put As Above, So Below... I thought yep. it was great. Loved nice. it. Um, number seven, I have RoboCop. That's right. Oh, I here. didn't even think about that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, Interesting. I really well, liked I it. Mean, hey, so. Yep.
1: <laughs>
4: I know that won't be a, There's
1: a reason we don't talk about that one. I know. One. I know. I'm
4: just going to skip over it <laughs> and uh, try to move on. <laughs> uh, number six on my list, I uh, had Godzilla. Cool. Cool. So those were the two that I like squeaked on there. I wasn't I was like, those count, but maybe not. But they count. So Godzilla, mm-hmm. I loved it a lot. We've talked about it a little. Uh, number five, I had Annabelle. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, number four, I had Oculus. I thought the story was really neat. Really yes. cool. It scared me. Again, again, not not a possession kind of guy, but it was so
0: well told it and was, neat. It was different. It was something different in that whole subgenre. With the whole mirror no. thing and and them seeing things that aren't really happening yeah it, and was, stuff like that. it was really cool. You
3: guys
1: didn't believe me. I told you it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, we haven't seen that. You're you're a
4: wuss. You're scared of a mirror, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, number three, I had the Babadook. Babadook. And
5: Babadook, Duke, Duke.
4: Duke. <laughs> and number two, <laughs> we talked about it not today, but we did a lot the other day. Uh, the sacrament, number two. Yes, loved it. I was in it. It was exciting. It was thrilling. You were in it. Yeah, way in the background. You can't. You won't see that it's me. Oh, but man. it's me. Oh, and so number one, horns. Like you didn't know that was coming. Yeah, I knew horns. that was coming. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite ten,
0: 2014. Awesome. Great list, Jason. Thanks. See, let's go to Derek. Let's
2: find out what his top ten is. Yeah, he said oh, it's right. changed a lot. Yeah, it's changed a lot over the past couple of days. Yeah, I kept moving <laughs> mine around too. So I finally, I finally, about twenty minutes before, got the <laughs> final draft down. But here we go. Number ten, I had Housebound. Did anybody else see that one? No.
1: Yeah, I love that one.
2: Okay, good, good. I, I love it too.
1: I guess that wasn't Australia. That was New Zealand. Yeah. But you that know? general area of the world.
2: At number nine I had the ABC's Death Two. I really enjoyed that. Damn it, I haven't seen that yet either. Me either. At number eight I had Willow Creek. Oh, oh interesting. Well,
0: wow, we that's, should talk about that at some point. That's
1: Bobcat Goldweight, right? Yeah. That's that one. Oh, I wanna see
0: it. Oh, so good. You started out, you're
4: like
2: you're like, oh this is slow, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it built up well, and then the ending, it was just, yeah. Huh. Um, number seven, I had Horns. Woo. Six, Beneath. Uh, five, As Above, So Below. Woo. Number four, I had Cheap Thrills. Yes. <laughs> number three, I had Tusk. Cool. Number two, Babadook. And my oh. number one of the year was Starry Eyes. Oh, I okay. absolutely nah, love nah, that dang, movie. I gotta see the Starry Eyes movie. Uh, I I don't think there was any CGI in that film whatsoever. Ooh. All practical effect, which, it, yeah. It's got the oh shit life.
4: moment of the year for Daryl.
2: Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> nice. Cool. Great what, list. What's it's Beneath? Been... Beneath is a, uh, it's a movie about minors get trapped in a cave in no Mike not people under 18 years old <laughs> Dang it, I was working on it too it like, what's, what's a bunch of great schoolers doing in and that that movie might have gotten me with the most jump scares that I've had in a very long time and it pissed me off because I knew they were coming yeah. and I still <laughs> peed a little every time those so, are good ones yeah yeah and it's no uh, it's on Netflix I highly recommend it to everyone But yeah, cheap thrills. That one snuck in there last second for me because I was I was watching it as I was I had my list pretty much finalized, and about halfway through it, I didn't know if I could really consider it a horror movie. Yeah, and then it, that was and, my
5: problem with it.
2: And then it took a turn at one point, and I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is this is going on the fucking list.
0: <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I, I it is it is a very thin argument to put it in. To consider it horror, but I don't care. I'm with you. I love that freaking movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you could definitely call it maybe more of a dark comedy than anything else, but but yeah. it's got it's got enough the con- enough to connect a horror community to it and, it, and it has. It's all it's only horror the horror community here talk about this movie. So I, I'm with you though. I loved it. Oh my god! And it just goes to show yeah. that David Koechner could do more.
2: By everybody in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it was it was really hilarious in an incredibly dark and twisted way but then it, it just had those it, it had some holy shit moments in it as well mm-hmm. and yeah by the end of it I I, yeah, I was I was sold so yeah it made my top 5 of the year awesome and may
0: show up on somebody else's list too I, mm-hmm. I got a feeling it just might <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dustin what about you what's your list
3: well, I don't have a top 10. I have a top 5. That's so fine. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, number five, I've got Knock Knock. I know it's a short film, but yeah, it's it's okay. short that it was, it, it was really impactful. And I, you know, I just, it really stuck with me. And I thought it was a really cool, neat story that, you know, if he ever wanted to, he could definitely turn that into a full length story. And it would be, I think, just as good. Um, Number four, I got Oculus. That was just a really, another neat story. I was, this was, this almost won my surprise of the year just because I I, I just, I don't know what I was expecting, um, but it was just a, a really cool, neat story with, you know, characters that you can latch on to really easy and quickly. You, you know, the, the younger versions of the characters and the older versions of the characters that, you know, that's just lovable characters. Um, number three, I've got Wolf Creek 2. You know, my biggest surprise. Uh, I know a lot of you guys didn't watch that, except for for Terry, but you should really check it out. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I thought it was awesome. Uh, number two, Tusk. This movie, uh, really, I was, I was in it almost the entire time. Uh, I was right there with Justin Long. I felt like, I, I felt dirty and gross after I got done watching this movie. Uh, just you know, imagining yourself to be in that position where you're traveling and you go somewhere and not nobody knows where you are and something awful like that happened to you. I mean, just try to put yourself in that state mentally and it's, it's frightening. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, this movie got so much shit. I'm giving it number one just to throw shit back at people, but I really like it is Annabelle. I oh. thought it was such a good movie. Um, you know, it, it there's a lot of people out there. It can't ignore for some ungodly reason, uh, the conjuring aspect of this. it's not the same movie, it's not the same story. It's not even the same goddamn people who <laughs> leave the conjuring out of it. Annabelle on its own, stood well and did a very good job of telling a really cool story about a doll differently than how we've usually seen doll stories told. So and I think that's what people were having a lot of trouble grasping with. Is you know this Annabelle doesn't move like uh, Charles Lee Ray big whoopy fucking do who cares <laughs> it was a really cool story and it was a lot of fun to watch it was beautifully shot the sets are amazing and totally believable for the time period um, and it's just overall solid and that's why it was my number one oh, interesting uh, that's cool
0: cool okay. Jerry.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> should I have some honorable mentions as well. Do you want me to mention them before I say my list, or should I wait until later?
0: Sure, no, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Okay. Honorable mentions. Um, we've talked about some of them already. We've got Cheap Thrills, Wolf Creek 2, Housebound. Those three are on there. I also added Under the Skin. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Grace the Possession, which was kind of. It's really not. That great of a movie. It's another possession movie, but I really I liked the fact that this movie was a little different in that it's a found footage film shot completely from the perspective of the spirit, like the demon spirit that possesses things. Oh whoa! So it moves. So you're mostly there's mostly one person possessed the entire time, but Mm -hmm. it also moves at certain points, and the camera moves with it. Which was really, I thought that was really cool, but the rest of the movie—I mean, aside from that kind of gimmick—I was kind of over it. But I thought that idea was really awesome. So, shout out to that. Um, okay, but that's it for my honorables. So those um, were extra
4: movies that didn't fit into your fifteen. Yeah. Lord, see, I thought I
1: thought I, didn't, <laughs> I thought I didn't have a lot, but then I realized that I had watched more than I thought because I am an overachiever, apparently. Apparently,
5: that's awesome. <laughs>
1: Um. <laughs> uh. I also have a few I didn't like.
0: Well, we'll so say can... the, the Nah, we're gonna do bottom fives after everybody oh, gets done with their top uh, tens. So. Five. I don't have
1: five. Oh. Okay. okay. Anyway, well, if you don't have five, it's fine. But. Well, my top ten. Uh, number ten, I put Annabelle. It's a pretty pretty solid film. Saw that one in the theater. It made me jump several times. It was fun. Uh, hold on. No wait. That's my old list. I made a new list. <laughs> I had to move things around. I'm sorry. So 10, 10, I'm sorry, is Stage Fright.
3: Okay. I had
1: to get it in on my top 10 because I enjoyed it. Then number nine is Annabelle. Um, eight, I have As Above, So Below. Uh, seven, I put The Purge Anarchy. Oh, yeah. No one's really talked about that, but I enjoyed that one a lot more than I enjoyed the first one, to be perfectly honest.
0: I love the Purge franchise, and I hope they do one every year, um, yeah. and Anarchy was great, and it did, it did it surpass so the first good. one. It so Because the whole be time you're watching one. the first one, you're like, I wonder what's going on outside during the <laughs>
1: Purge. Exactly. I'm like, I am poor as fuck. Like, I would be dead already. <laughs> so it was kind of nice seeing people on my end of things and how yeah. they cope, even though they're, like, dying. But, you know, it's real. It's what makes it true horror, right? <laughs> or something. Anyway. Uh, that was an honorable mention <laughs> <enough> for me. <laughs> It was, was an honorable there? mention for you.
5: Yeah.
0: Oh, awesome. Good, good.
1: Uh, number six, I put Oculus. That one, I, I told you guys, I, I messaged these guys like forever ago when I watched it. And I'm like, dude, guys, this is so disorienting. It's really scary. And I watched it with the lights out, and I'm really scared. And they all just laughed at me, and now it's on all their fucking lists.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember us laughing at you because of that. Like <laughs> she's so sensitive, Dustin. It's,
1: yeah. I'm sensitive. I feel like you were laughing at me.
3: <laughs> Maybe you just
0: envisioned us laughing at it, but it didn't really happen. Uh, like uh, Oculus.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, number five, I put tusk. Uh, four sacrament. It's good. Good. Uh three I put horns. Uh, two Dead Snow Two oh. Which none of you fuckers watched and it's so high on my list that you need to fucking uh, watch it now. Uh,
0: it'll be on my twenty fifteen list.
1: And I put Baba Duke as number one. Now nice. I I can probably change this around a million times. So it's kind of just like these are the top ten in a general order. I just watched Duke today, so I'm still kind of reeling about it. So that's probably why it's number one. So it's probably a little skewed, but whatever. Deal.
0: Dealing. Good. Uh, I've moved my list around a billion times, too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, so now it's my turn, right? I will honorable mention um, Under the Skin, because we didn't really talk about it. And it was number th- it, w- it was number ten, but it did get bumped. Um, for another film uh, And yeah it's really weird And it's it's really artsy And I Super really artsy. I really enjoyed it for the visuals And what was going on It was pretty dark and creepy uh-huh. But it yeah. is
1: yeah. Uh-huh. It's slow Visuals yeah, as in Naked Scarlett Johansson visuals
0: Yeah so it should have been number one Right, right? right. Um, right. But <laughs> It just um, was, Go ahead
1: I uh, I, I sent a message to Jason earlier because I was watching it and I was freaked out because there are fully erect dongs in this thing. Oh like, yeah, I have never ever seen erect in dongs a movie in a movie like you know non-porno Thanks <laughs> nice that,
0: Jason. <laughs> yeah. That's helping. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yes. Um, but I was like, what? What the fuck is happening? Like it just kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, what? What? I don't. It's it's incredibly artsy and it does move very slowly, and I liked it though. I don't.
0: I don't know. I liked it too, but it's but it's not one I'm gonna like go back and revisit a lot just because. No. It's, it no. is it is slow. I mean, it's literally I think like fifteen minutes in before a line of dialogue is said. You know. Yeah.
1: It doesn't and, have a lot of dialogue at all.
0: No, and there's not like it's not like there's not a lot of audio at all for the for the first several minutes of the movie. Almost like a sci-fi film in a way, you know. It doesn't have like a heavy score, but when there is like some kind of like ambiance noise,
1: it's yeah. pretty creepy.
0: It's pretty creepy.
1: Yeah, it has reoccurring like musical motifs that yeah. that start happening when you know reoccurring things happening. But yeah, it's a strange one for sure. But beautiful, like it's a really beautiful film too.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, when that one guy is. When it cuts back to the one guy in you know, he's been engulfed in the black. I don't know how else to yeah. describe it. When they show him under under it, you know, in it and he finds That's the so other guy crazy. there and then when he touches the other guy it's just like it's just the guy's skin.
1: This his skin?
0: Oh, what and it's the like,
1: fuck? oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that scene was crazy. Yeah, it was it was a strange film, but it was it was it was good in its own way, but it was yeah. a bit heavy for what I was expecting, I guess.
0: Oh, for they sure. be in a better yeah. mood for that. <laughs> okay, so it got bumped from my top ten. My number ten... Um, this movie isn't the movie that bumped it. Okay, I just want that said right now. But um, Number ten was Knights of Badassdom.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. Was that this year?
0: Yeah, it was this year,
4: yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I, yeah, it like was, was, I like saw it on a years list. Years it was two fourteen Or
0: 2014. On IMDb. It's been... The movie's been done, done and sitting on a, a shelf yeah. for two or three years before yeah. it got a release. But, yeah, it was this year. If you watch the if you watch the bonus features on the DVD and he's at Comic-Con talking about his movie at a panel, um, it's from, like, two years ago. But it's... <laughs> it came out this yeah. year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I worked at the video store over two years ago, like, that was playing on our uh, segment reels at, at Family Video. Like, it mm. was on one of our repeat things. But I guess yeah. it didn't actually get the release. It got yeah. shelved
0: for a long time.
1: That could have possibly made it
0: on my list, but whatever. Number nine, all cheerleaders die.
1: (laughs) Oh, damn! I was hoping for that to
5: happen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Number eight, Oculus. Uh, Number seven, as above, so below. Oh, it was that. It dropped that far. It did, man. It, you know, (sighs) I'm just talking like that was your number one all the way after you saw that. I know, and it kept moving. I kept moving it around and moving around. It just kept getting pushed further and further back. But man, I'll tell you, from from seven on up, man, are just these are solid movies for me. Number six, uh, *Purge* Anarchy. Nice. Number four, *Baba Duke*. Yeah, that's pretty. Number Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, (laughs) I did, I did just because I just while we were doing our list, I moved these two around. (laughs) Number five, number five *Baba Duke*. Number four, *Cheap Thrills*. Nice. Number three, The Sacrament. Number two, Horns. And number oh. one is Tusk.
5: Of
0: course. A lot of the deciding factor amongst those top five are what are the movies that I really want to go back and re-watch? What are the movies I want to make sure I own on DVD or Blu-ray? And, like, Tusk was like, as soon as it got done playing, I wanted to watch it again. So... That's why I ended up number one. But all, all five of those are just like, these are repeat viewings. These are the ones that have the honor of being in my collection. and Yeah. So that's my top ten. Awesome. So we're ready to go down the rabbit hole and talk about the worst movies of 2014. Yeah, it's everybody's <laughs> favorite part.
5: Yeah.
0: Actually, I'm going to say it's probably not my favorite part this year because... I
4: don't have, yeah.
0: I, I've, I really feel bad for putting any movies that I saw this year on the bottom because I didn't hate anything. You know, I kind of got um, a little down on a couple films during our discussion on the show tonight, but I wanted to emphasize the fact that I didn't flat out hate any of the movies that we talked about today. Um, you know, some of them just weren't as strong as others for me, or there's just there was elements that I disliked about them um, that ended up putting them in my bottom five. So. You us go first there. I'll do it. So, All I right. also had.
4: <laughs> I didn't get to do my honorable mentions, but. Um, I Well, I guess I said one was Dorchester's Revenge Return of Crimson Head. That one was really great. I'm not yeah. positive they have distribution yet, but that was a 2014 film that was great. But, I also had in my um, honorable mentions is that. Collapse was released in the US in 2014. Oh
0: shit! I, I going to call everybody was... out. It's like, um, nobody yeah. had Collapse on yeah, their top 10. why is that
4: anybody's <laughs> list? Huh? Because huh? we've it. been making them watch it for so many years now that <laughs> they've still right. not seen it. Oh, Derek.
1: What? Yeah. I probably would have put that on my top 10 if I would have thought about it. Hmm.
4: That's pretty forgettable. That's,
1: yeah. Whatever. Anyway, okay, so anyway. <laughs> Um, i only had
4: one movie that i didn't like and i really didn't like it and i wanted to because i thought the trailer looked cool and i liked it but it really wasn't good and it was i frankenstein oh i haven't I seen know. that i haven't seen it, it either it is a turd sweat of <laughs> yeah not 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 so good
3: okay so stay away from that all right i'm done <laughs> how about you dustin um, you know, before I guess I mentioned the, the few that I that I didn't like. Um there are some that that I didn't get to see, like uh VHS Viral. Um I really wanted to see this movie called Honeymoon. Um yeah, well, one I've heard really a lot of interesting things, things about that one too. That looks really, really good. I just couldn't get my hands on it. Uh Life After Beth, I did not get to see. Um uh, it- that I think that's probably more like a horror comedy but yep. I didn't get to see it. And of course I didn't get to see dead snow, which it sounds like that would probably you be dying a dying. It. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but cabin fever, patient zero, just, uh, I mean, <laughs> watch the beginning credits and watch the end credits. And that's all you need to see because there <laughs> everything in between is garbage. Wow. Um,
4: it's too bad. The trailer looked so good.
3: it is depressing you know what they could take that Cabin Fever title Mm. off of there and just call it Patient Zero
0: that's kind of what I thought too I mean I saw this one as well and it's like there's no need for it to be called that Cabin Fever Yeah. and it's like if you're going to do a sequel to Cabin Fever it needs to kind of I feel like because part of what makes that movie so good is Eli Roth's style and even, even in Ty West's second one that style is completely gone And it feels like you gotta have that kind of connection. It's more to me, Captain Fever One is more than just a movie about that virus. And then, but that's what the only
3: thing that is latched onto with the with the sequels. Yeah, this this obviously, I wish you you know, it's it's. I guess you would call it a prequel in a way to where it kind of this is where it originates. I'm guessing. I guess. Um, That's what I kind. That's kind of what I felt, and I and I wanted to see something at the end tie it up. To see, like, well, how does this get back to the cabin? Or how does it get in that, yeah. you know, that tiny, you know, county out in the middle of nowhere? I want to I see where Sean Astin goes. And then it, it doesn't go anywhere. Which then I'm like, okay, well, that didn't need to be called cabin fever at all. It called patient zero and called a, you know, a virus movie. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, I should
2: have just called it shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I completely agree. Now, would your opinion be any no different if it wasn't called Cabin Fever? If it was just called Patient Zero?
3: Well, it probably would be. I'd probably go into it with a little bit, you know, because, like I said, I wanted some, or I had some kind of expectation to where, you know, it might tie in with the other movies. I mean, the only thing that it has with it is that it's a flesh-eating virus. Um, I mean, that's it. I but mean, even,
0: but even that felt like they they jumped the shark from what the virus does a little bit because there's that one moment where those kids get into the bunker and they're going through the tunnel and then there's these guys that that are that are I guess infected but they act almost like they're zombies yeah
3: they're yeah. acting more zombie-like than that's true they're not human yeah. yeah yeah that's why maybe it wasn't intended to be a cabin fever movie and maybe it was going to be just called patient zero and they're like wait a second we need somebody to come out and, and, and try to watch this <laughs> so that's what they did <laughs> um I also uh I, I also, I, I mean, Mike and I talked about this yesterday. I, I really like The Sacrament, but I do not think it's a horror movie. So I didn't put it on either one of my lists. Um, so I just... Oh, no, a statement. Nice. I just didn't, didn't feel like... You know, I, I just Because I didn't get to talk about it the last podcast because I wasn't on. And I, I was just, you just know, saying that I, I, I the reason it's not on my list, like it was just about everybody else's list, is because I don't believe it's a horror movie. And... That's that. But, uh, and I also, and we also talked about some movies that were kind of in between, like that, um, that movie, the, the Taking of Deborah Logan. I felt like it's not good enough to be on my top list, but it wasn't like a horrible movie to where I wasn't on my bad list. Um, so, I mean, there's that too that I, you know, got to see. So, there's a, there's a couple in betweens there. Uh, you know, same with The Baba Duke. It's not on my top list, but it's not on my, you know, hated list. So, I mean that's that's pretty much all I've got.
0: Oh, so you don't have a bottom list? Or just Cabin Fever. Oh,
2: okay. Derek, sounds like you've seen Cabin Fever, fever as well. <laughs> yeah, I I, I pre ordered that piece of shit. Oh <laughs> Yeah, I, I own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> it's for sale, I'm guessing. But you know, no, nothing. No,
4: because you're a completist and you need a yeah.
2: Cabin Fever section. I do. But I, I mean even if I hadn't pre-ordered it and everything i would have ended up buying it just because of what jason said there because i can't stand to look up at my shelf and know that there's one out there and i don't have it there but that movie was terrible why the zombie like yeah i that was one of the things i was going to bring up why did the virus start making them act like zombies what the fuck was the need for that goddamn battle scene on the beach
0: Oh, I was going to bring yeah. that up, too. The, the, the cat fight between the two oh. girls where they turn into ninjas with their melty faces there mm-hmm.
2: for Yeah. <laughs> this was like the year of the unexplained professional fighters in movies.
0: Oh, yeah. That was way too well choreographed for yeah. a couple of uh, chicks who have their faces melted off.
2: Yeah, and Sean Astin. Well, where, how far has that man fallen to where he has to do this? <laughs> Yeah. For God's sakes, he was in three Academy Award winning films and now this. I
0: don't know if he was if it was per- his performance, but he looked miserable. <laughs> I don't know if that was just him or if that was actually his performance.
5: Yes. <laughs> oh
2: that yeah, that that movie was sad. Just so now almost, we got almost the most unforgivable movie of the year. Ooh. Oh, so Did is anybody that-
3: get to see Green Inferno?
2: No. 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 Yeah, uh,
0: we saw a trailer for it though. It's just not fair. I want to see it so bad. I feel like that might be on our lists. Oh yeah, it would probably be on my top ten. I I shouldn't get my expectations up, but damn. Eli Roth is twenty fifteen. Eli Roth has not disappointed me yet, and the fact that it's a tribute to the Italian cannibal films made by a guy who. Knows more about Italian cannibal films than I do. I it it's got to be a home run for me. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So so Derek, besides Cabin Fever, what else is on your worst list?
2: I I had a uh, top seven. <laughs> um, of course you do. But I I do want to say a couple of honorable mentions for my uh, top ten okay. of the year. Um, Blood Glacier. That That's made, on Netflix too, isn't it? Yes, uh, I was, that movie, it it was a little bit of a disappointment, just because I'd been looking forward to it for quite some time, and it didn't live up to the hype that I had built for it, but uh, seeing all that practical effect with the monsters was great. Um, And then, uh, honestly, one that uh, really surprised me this year was Leprechaun Origins. Mm, Really? Did you watch that? No, I haven't seen it yet at all. You should see it. Because <laughs> I heard only of, but good things about that. They, no that that's that was on my honorable mention. Oh, okay, event. um, they took all of the the comedy out of it, and they made the Leprechaun absolutely brutal and kind of scary. Cool. Yeah. Yes. So those were my honorable mentions. Um, my my bottom seven of the year. Uh, this one just because it was it was a huge disappointment to me. Uh, See No Evil Two. Okay, I I I think that could be my fault as well because I built it up to yeah. be something that it couldn't have been. Yeah, and, and I get that. I understand,
0: especially from who it came from. You you know, after yeah. American Mary, expect a bit more out of the Soka Sisters than just a generic slasher. But... Well, and
2: the and the cast in it, for God's sake, you had some, you had some great people in there.
0: Oh, as much as I love Isabella, um, what's your mm-hmm. face? She annoyed the piss out of me in that movie. Me
2: too. And I think she was supposed to, so bravo to her. I guess. Um, but yeah, that was number seven. Number six was Wrong Turn Six. Which, <laughs> God, that was terrible. And it is now banned, and I own a copy of it. Ooh. Yeah, so... <laughs>
0: why did it, I think I heard something about that, but I don't know uh, there,
2: was, there was a use of a family, of a picture of, like, an old woman that went missing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it like it went on the shelves and then like two days later, immediately got pulled. And me being a completist, the day it came out, I went out and bought it. Um, okay, so number five was Ouija. Oh. That, oh. I got drugged <laughs> to that one in the theater, and I, I really wanted to leave like <laughs> halfway through it. It looked like uh, it was too uh, manufactured. PG-13? Yeah, PG thirteen. Exactly. Yeah, oh. it was. It was just it. There was nothing new about it. It was completely redic- predictable oh. and boring. Um, number four was Nurse 3D. Whoa. I could not stand that movie.
4: The, that made the, a lot of people's
2: per- lists. Yeah, the oh. the performance by the lead actress in that was unbearable to me. I couldn't stand her. It took me out of the movie the entire time. And, yeah. Sorry, so... I know that made a lot of top ten lists, and I cannot for the life of me understand. <laughs> it. Um, number three was VHS viral. Number two, Cabin Fever, Patient Zero, <laughs> <laughs> and the number one yeah. worst movie of the year, and quite possibly of the past three or four years, Return to Nukem High. Oh, oh, that's awesome that's nice. Nice. oh,
5: oh. god. <laughs> oh, such a an disappointment.
2: We can, we'll get into that. <clears throat> I, that was, okay, all right. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll wait. Yeah. Terry, what's your bottom?
5: Oh. <laughs> you swear well, you you're you about to freeze it like that. Yeah, but, <laughs>
4: <laughs> tell me about your bottom, Terry.
1: My bottom is just fine, thank you. Um,. It's well, nice I only little had little. A co- <laughs> uh, I only had a couple Of ones I didn't really like I have, let me say the ones I want to see That I have on a list here first um, Starry Eyes, Honeymoon There's one called Jezebel That's on a lot of people's lists That mm-hmm. I don't really know much about But whatever, I'll watch it um, Willow Creek uh, The guest that has the du- One of the dudes from Downton Abbey Who's kind of hot So I'll watch it. Um, also, The New Town That Dreaded Sundown. Yeah. Yeah, I've, act- I've actually never seen the original. <laughs> it's on Netflix. But the original on Netflix?
0: Yep.
5: It was. Really? It was, yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. Well, that one, too. Yep.
5: Um,
1: okay, to one I didn't like, I, I just have to um, Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, phew. With Eric Banna. And it's like a detective thing in New York. Anyone seen that? No? Nope. Mm-mm, no. It's kind of a piece of shit. Thing. Yeah, I hated it. It wasn't there wasn't much of a redeeming anything about it. Um I also I was tentative to throw this one on my uh not like list. I almost put it on honorable mentions. I'm kind of torn about it, but Life After Beth, I know Dustin had it on his ones that he wants to see, but it was sort of a dark comedy. I mean, it has like Aubrey Plaza and John C. Riley and a bunch of comedy greats in it. but it was kind of a slow burner for me. I w- I was kind of kind of on the line about it, but I threw it into the not liking category because I just seemed to lean that way. but I s- seem to like most of the ones I watch, so that's all I had. Cool. Nice. Okay.
0: all right well here's my bottom five um number five vhs viral um number four stage fright (laughs) sorry terry (laughs) number three this may also spark some controversy but um with number three was willow creek whoa whoa yeah i didn't care for it i don't care for you (laughs)
4: <laughs> and you don't care for Bobcat? What the hell? I, I you love Bobcat. Put Bobcat,
1: in the corner man. Yeah, I love Bob- Bobcat. Apparently you don't. <laughs> Apparently you
0: don't. But not
1: this. Fuck
0: me. I don't know. It just felt like it was it was hitting on all the notes that Blair Witch Project did, um, but just paced horribly wrong. Like it took them forever to get to the woods, and so like by the time stuff happens, it happens too quick. It wasn't suspenseful, and like I. I I get you're not really supposed to see, you know. You're supposed to see the monster at the very end, just like in Blair Witch. But there was still, I felt more payoff. Baba Duke. Um, more payoff at the end of Blair Witch than there was in this one. Wasn't Willow Creek, so I don't know. <clears throat> Except for what was the big fat woman with the
2: naked fat woman in the woods? What was that, Derek? I don't know, but that your mom creeped me whose
1: mom <laughs> <laughs> all of your moms together i don't know I'm very sorry. well could have been
2: <laughs> but no i don't i Did don't I know back? but it i I'm don't sorry. know but it creeped me out
0: mm.
2: yeah i don't know I i right uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: watch it with bobcat commentary uh, and that, that seems like that might be fun <laughs> yeah
1: how could that not be fun? I know, right? Talking over the movie.
0: Exactly. So number two, um, Return to Nukem High. Well, you finally uh, decided. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, this is just the bottom five. This isn't movies I necessarily hated. Uh-huh. But yeah, Return to Nukem High it was, it was with you, Derek. It was, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it with people to see if it would change my opinion at all, but yeah, that first that first viewing, I'm like, really? I was hoping things would get better after oh, Toxic, Agenda, <laughs> Toxic Avenger 4. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're waiting until part two to get better. Hold on. It's, oh, yeah. It's just one offensive joke <laughs> after another without any storyline involved. And it's even worse than it's, Toxic Avenger 4 because it's the same storyline as the first Class of Yeah, the Yeah, the
2: opening scene is the exact same fucking scene. Only with some guy that walks in with a porno mag and eats a sandwich.
0: Yeah, you're right. It is the exact same scene because you know, kid drinks from a drinking fountain and starts pussing from the ears and jumps out the window. It's and like I guess the I...
2: kids have sex in the janitor's room.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, like I'm just surprised um, Lloyd even filmed anything new for it. He just didn't recycle <laughs> footage from the first movie. So you got to give him props for that. Oh, but but he spills milk in his ear a lot. Oh, that guy got so annoying after the first time he did it. Mm-hmm. Let alone the hundredth time. And that was this whole point in the movie was to do this milk spilling on himself joke. He did. He mm-hmm. did it over and over and over. And the scene with the duck getting stuck in the girl's mouth. Only like, what for? What ten minutes? Yeah. And all that was was just an opportunity to, to hey say hey we have this guy in our movie because there was a, like a lot of just like cameos in it that made no sense the girl would run up to these people and they'd be like well whatever and she'd run off trying to find help getting this ducks unstuck from her mouth the things that I did like about it I like the idea on how they changed you know because again it's the exact same story as the first class of Newcombe High but how they changed it from being you know a guy and a girl couple to a lesbian couple right and I also liked that it felt like Lloyd Kaufman Held back a little bit on the offensive gay jokes. I mean, there, I, I really felt that you know their performances in the movie. I really cared about those characters a bit more than if it was just you know just like more than um, in guys the lesbian girlfriend in that one. You know, God, I, I really even make it through that one. <laughs> um, so I did appreciate that. It, it, you know, it was kind of it was kind of neat having a completely demogra- complete different demographic there, and I kind of fell. For those char- I kind of cared about those two more than than most characters in a Lloyd Kaufman joint over the past several years. And that's got to be a thing for me, too. Like I, I I'll, I love movies with dick and fart jokes, but I still have to care about the characters. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but well, it's true. And then there comes a point where it's just like, you know, I, I, I'm like you. I like dick and fart jokes. But Jesus Christ, space them out and limit them. Yeah. Don't give me one after the other after the other for an hour and a half. Yeah. How about write... Go ahead. How about write a story first and then write dick and
0: fart jokes around that? Instead of writing your dick and fart jokes and think, think, well, what loosely thread plot can I throw in amongst all these dick and fart jokes? Well, that's just not how he works anymore. Apparently. a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's done.
2: Cinematically yeah. it was his
0: best-looking film in a long long time. I'll like agree it was with shot really well.
2: Yeah. I agree with you there and the the look of the Cretans was kind of neat. I like to look of, I like the Cretans in general. I yeah. I thought
0: I actually thought that was a funny bit that you know every time they would start to do something um, they'd end up breaking out in song. I kind yeah. of like that bit. But
2: it's just and, and another thing that really bothers me about this movie because it was so terrible, but it's part one. So when part two comes out, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at you, but I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, i got to see? see how it
0: ends, right? Even right. though I already know how it ends, because it's the same movie as the first one. Right.
2: <laughs> Way to squeeze money out of me, you
0: rat bastard. <laughs> and that was my number two. Um, yeah. And my number one was uh, The Taking of Deborah Logan. Sorry, guys. I know you guys were talking about it before and you liked it, but uh, it just it just didn't do anything for me. It just felt like just another Possession movie that I've seen.
1: But I thought you know, these were so. your your bottom five slash not ones you hated.
0: Yeah.
4: I didn't I hate didn't. it.
0: Oh. Oh,
1: okay. Because the it's first just, part of that that you were just talking about sounded like you didn't like it. It
0: didn't do uh-huh. anything for you. It's just... <laughs> It just was the same thing I've seen I've seen before, and I don't remember a thing about it pretty much right after I watched it. So, but it wasn't like to hell with this movie or anything. It's just there were some elements in it that I thought were pretty neat. I don't remember what they are. <laughs> I didn't shut it off during while watching it.
4: That's a good sign. Yeah,
0: <laughs> saw it through. And again it's like I also said before when we were talking about it before I I do like that when I when it, when it comes to possession movies of just watching the deterioration of of a character through through that process and it does it with her in this movie you know she starts off really you know normal and everything and and you know she just she she just barely seems anything human left in her by the time they're in the caves fighting over the little girl or whatever the hell is going on So there it is. Oh, we did it. The <laughs> horror movies of 2014. That was a good year. I'd have to say, yeah. I was kind of worried there for a while when I realized I hadn't seen much of 2014. And the ones that I was liking was really kind of borderline of like, is this really a horror movie? You know, but. Well, and,
1: and a lot of the really good ones were coming out, were being released right at the end of the year. Like, we were. Like kind of racing to
2: watch a bunch of them there at the end that were just yeah. getting released. Yeah, that's true too. All right, can I can I make one mention of something? Uh <laughs> my my number one horror moment of the year. Okay. That would be Halloween of Palooza this year. Oh, when I got to, when I, oh my god, when I got to meet Linnea quickly. Holy <laughs> oh, <laughs> crap. I could have died at that moment. Kinda of looked like
4: you did there for a minute. You're just smiling. I froze. I might have. I
2: might have. They, I kind of blacked out. <laughs> that was that was a ridiculous moment right there. It you took did. me forever to, to be able to even say hi to her. <laughs> like little kid. You got a little time I, with her
4: too. That's pretty. I
2: did. I got to pick her up from her hotel and <laughs> forgot how and forgot how cars work on the way <laughs> <apron>. You did. <laughs> what do you do with this key and? There's the thing with the pedals and Did this built uh, to have lights? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I popped your trunk and uh, That's not code, he actually popped Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the trunk popped but I had no lights and uh, <laughs> then when I got back to there I walked her upstairs and only to realize I'd forgotten to turn off your lights, so I forgot how to turn them on and off. And you had other things on your mind. Mo- motor skills were not. A good thing for Derek at that moment. Good thing it was only a couple blocks from the hotel. <laughs> so once you once she was in the car, I was like, I got this. Laser beam mode. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike,
4: Mike, I know you remember the moment. Like, because I was standing right there, you mean Derek, and you turned to Derek and said, Derek,
3: what are you doing right now? And he's like, nothing. <laughs>
4: but you're, you're going to be wishing you said something else because <laughs> when you go pick up and like he, it was like five minutes. He just was like, what whatever his face was like when you finished that sentence, it
0: was like stuck there. Like I don't even ever. think he completely processed the no. words I said at first. <laughs> it, was no, it was so
4: cute. And Uh-oh. it was
0: all on purpose too. I so
2: <laughs> I so expected that to happen too. It was awesome. Oh yeah, that was I mean, seriously, that whole experience in general, fantastic. I I can't thank you guys enough uh-huh. for inviting me to come along and I be a like part of that. that. Because it the, one of the best days I've had in a long time awesome well you helped make it awesome that's right oh I know that but. No. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but yes I, I just wanted to make sure I threw that out there again thank you so much <laughs> you bet, buddy. No problem
5: All
2: Right I'll quit gushing now <laughs> cool
0: wow anything else should end the show on that note
4: I don't know if I can beat that.
0: That's right. Well, cool. It's good to be back after a small hiatus. Hiatus, there. Um, did everybody get a chance to listen to the best of the 2014 Killer Podcast
2: Show, the Flashback Show? I did. I have not yet, but I I will. It's fun. It's fun. You had fun making it. I had a lot
0: of fun making it. I had too much fun making it. <laughs>
4: I think everyone's afraid to listen to it to see what you did.
1: A little bit, a little bit.
4: <laughs> wait till you get your intros. Oh my gosh. Oh. Cause he recorded oh, new stuff for it too. Just him.
1: Oh no.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's having fun with stuff said out of context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours oh of that. Uh-huh. Dustin's was the best though. Usually. <laughs> oh wait, was yeah,
4: Dustin? I was remember. <laughs> Yes. He's over there. Okay.
0: He fell asleep. All right. <laughs> yeah. If you guys, yeah, get chanceless to it, it it was a lot of fun putting it together. It's pretty funny. Okay, so that concludes another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. And now we've got 2014 in the in the bag. What can't wait to see what comes this year for the for horror? Hopefully, uh, Green Inferno. Damn it. But uh, uh, we will talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, no! Could this be the end of... Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attack of the Killer Podcast.